This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be one of those nights. (laughs) Popped up the screen. Well, first of all, I'm late, running late, which never really happens. Usually I'm running behind, but never late. And this right. time you showed up. I'm like, oh my! I was like working on something that was gonna be cool, and then I lost track of time. And then you uh, walked in the door. I was like, oh my god! I have nothing. <laughs> I was ready. wondering because I didn't get any messages that said, "Where are you?" Yes. <laughs> and then um, when I do finally get here, when we get into it, I click and there's just all these random screens on our screen. I'm just yes. like, oh, well, might as well, might as well, in true fashion, just. Uh, yes. Screw up that part too. <laughs> yes, but we are here. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. We are here. Welcome to the live edition of the Break the Bell podcast. It is Monday night once again. Yes. We're here, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time every Monday night, as long as everything allows. Which yes. most of the time we make it allow, one way or another. Yeah, we we take a control of yes. everything else. We yes. don't let time control Scr- us. So. Fuck the bullshit. We're here. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, how's it going, Bill? Haven't, it's going good. I haven't Tr- seen you since yesterday. Or two days now. Two days, wow. I know, because we wow. recorded on, on Friday. Know, or Saturday, jeez. Ne- never. I, I yes. don't even know. I'm, I know. I lost track of it. You know, and you had your birthday yesterday. My birthday was yesterday. How was that? I am old as shit now. Yeah. I am 37 years old, they say. So... Um, they say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, according to the government, I yeah, am 37 yeah. years old. So, <laughs> so here I am. It's my birth, or yesterday was my birthday. Nice. So. And I have not had a chance to give you your gift because yeah, we don't work together anymore. So, I no, brought your gift. We're going to do this right on the. Yes, right we are. On, I feel it's lifetime. appropriate. Oh, and I like the Snoopy Christmas bag. Yes. Look at the Snoopy Christmas yes. bag we got here. So, a birthday present from Bill. Ooh, yes. Evan, hence the glasses. Evan Williams. Yeah, we didn't even get glasses. You're like, go get glasses. And I like... Brought solo, red solo cup. That's, red, but to be fair, I didn't tell you why. That's, so. true. I, that's true. I was just like, we got red solo cups because I don't want to go upstairs and get in a conversation. So yes. Evan Williams bottled in a in bond. I don't even know what that means. Bottled under U.S. government supervision, though. <laughs> well, they had to make sure that no crazy shit was going on. All right. <laughs> Maybe I had to get the unbonded. <laughs> Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. That sounds good. Uh, Evan set up his distillery on the banks of the Ohio River in 1783 and is historically recognized as Kentucky's first distiller of bourbon. I did not know that, and I love Evan Williams, and I didn't yes. know that part of it. 
This special bottle and bond bourbon is a genuine sour mash that honors his pioneering heritage. Well, thank you very much. And it's finely crafted, it says. Yes, well, we try. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? Make sure there's nothing else. There, there should missing. be a, another. Oh, like, and something. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 thought this was just like your mail, your junk <laughs> mail you dropped in there. Yeah. Can you take care of that, Bill? <laughs> yes. An independent artist. Bill Filter. That's not no, I'm me. not the independent Let's artist. Let's see what we got. Can I open this? Yes. Yes. All right. I was not expecting this. This was not like scripted. Like, no. here, give me a present, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> here, <laughs> give this back to me. <laughs> yeah, give this to me on... on Let's see. Never <laughs> stickers that say "Never go full retard." <laughs> I love it. I don't. These will definitely go on my truck and somewhere else. There's two of them, so yes. they definitely don't want me to go full retard. <laughs> and finally, let's see what we got here. It's a new car. Woo! <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm just throwing my shit on the floor because that's, okay. that's where it belongs. Something cloth of cloth nature. Ooh. Bound in blood, a USMC Marine Corps T-shirt. I love it. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. It says scan to play on the tag. I'm really curious oh, as what we're scanning to play. <laughs> I will definitely put that. I I won't change. Right, I'm gonna right. put that on right now. <laughs> That's the shirt. Patreon show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta come. You gotta subscribe to see me change into yeah. my uh, USMC <laughs> shirt. And we need a couple a couple drinks of the uh, um, the Evans, the bottled and bond Evan Williams. This is cold too. Is this in your refrigerator? No, I was just driving really fast. <laughs> All right, I was gonna say it's not even cold outside. How'd you get cold bourbon? So. It's Monday night. We have an interesting topic to talk about, and I never thought I'd actually talk about this. We are, we're talking about, not only are we celebrating my birthday tonight in, in a day late, but we're also celebrating VE Day. VE Day festivities is what I called this episode, and um, I, I kind of loosely knew what VE Day was before this week, but man, they really, they really pounded it home this week in the media of what VE Day was, or... If you if you don't know what that is, it's Victory in Europe Day because that's when uh, the the uh, rest of Europe beat the Nazis. Thank you. Cheers to you. That is a fucked on of bourbon. <laughs> Gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna conserve it's this. It's been thing. a day. <laughs> it has, and that's gonna last me the whole show, hopefully, or we're not going to have a show. Ooh, that's ooh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that burns all the way down. <laughs> so. VE Day. Yes. Yeah. We have we have not yet. We didn't. We forgot last year to annually well, celebrate <laughs> VE Day. Well, you know, it's not VD Day. Just, <laughs> no, no. Just we always that celebrate up. that one. <laughs> not VED Day. It's VE Day. Yes, uh, but it's not one that is traditionally like brought up. You know, yeah, it's not right, a big right. one. But for some reason, this year. Oh, it's not for some reason. No, no. There's I know exactly why. Reason. But it's just like this year, they're really like pounding the the VE Day. Mm-hmm. Again, not the VD Day. Yes, it's like uh, victory in Europe, but this year, all of a sudden, it's like, well, the Russians really celebrate hard. Right. They celebrate this day so yeah. hard, and Russian aggression, and a show yeah. of force, and military parades. It's almost like yeah. Donald Trump's 4th of July parade. Remember <laughs> right, when they were yes. talking about that? And they're like, oh, it's just, how can he, like, uh, uh, parade his military, like... Right. Yeah. Bre- all bre- militant and stuff. Bregociously? What's the what's the 
bragging word. I I can't the fancy bragging word. I can't think of what it is now. I, I think I don't know if that's it, but it's pretty close. It, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, well, Bra- yeah. braggociously <laughs> through the streets of Washington D.C. Yes. with his big old weapons Rather and brashly. and his little tiny <laughs> hands, and yes. uh, he's got the biggest uh, and the in in the bestest uh, weapons in the world and the biggest nuclear. He actually paraded his nuclear button through the streets <laughs> because he had the biggest nuclear button. Remember? Well, now that that is. Like the same, um, I guess, a, like attention they gave Donald Trump during yeah. that. The same criticism they gave when he was playing. Did that ever even actually happen? I don't no. even remember. No, I know it's a big, big old thing in the works. Well, that same build up to that was yeah. the same build up they gave uh, Vladimir Putin leading up to yeah. this year's VE Day. Now I want to say VD Day <laughs> <laughs> because there's D Day. Yes. Yeah, it, in, in the same war, and then right. there's VE Day. Yeah. So I guess if you combine the holidays, you we get do get VD Day. Day. <laughs> I mean, it's only fair, right? And you know, World War II. I'm sure there was a lot of VD Day stuff going on. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure, all over. So the reason we want to talk about this is obviously we're celebrating, or <laughs> Europe, I guess, is celebrating like the defeat of the Nazis, and yeah. ironically, at the same time. And it, it's celebrating like the end of war in Europe, at right. least. There was still the war in Japan going on, but right. to celebrate. And ironically, still going on is war in Europe. Right. And both sides now calling each other Nazis. Yeah. And both right. sides accusing each other of yeah. being Hitler. And so it's just yeah. like, <clears throat> let's celebrate the defeat of the Nazis while we're all calling yeah. each other Nazis right. and Saying, Hitler. Yeah. Saying, well, we still got this threat and we're going to take care of it. Uh, fact check this says, did I hear Craig is taking his shirt off? Uh, Justin, you have to go to patreon.com forward slash break the bell and sign up for our Patreon program to see me take my shirt off. <laughs> it's, it's our version of OnlyFans. Yes, it's the break yes. the bell OnlyFans, but it's on patreon.com. I will take my shirt off uh, and change into that one. If you sign up at the $50 a month level... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is going to be interesting because I got my bourbon and people derailing me and <laughs> rumors of my shirt falling off. So, whew, it's going to hit me every time. <laughs> it is really tasty, though. It is. So, before we get into the show, obviously, we we got to mention our sponsor. That yes. is our trusty, faithful coffee fix of freedom. That is Run Your Mouth Coffee. They They produce a delicious coffee they deliver it straight to your door and at the same time they promote free speech they promote your individual rights your your liberties and all those things that we yes we claim to support around here and um so so what better than to have a a sponsor specifically a coffee company that yes. that promotes those same exact things that promotes us not being censored on the platforms for I don't know quoting Russian times or something like right. that um, us not getting deplatformed for saying oh there could or may or may not be Nazis in Ukraine <laughs> um, things like that uh, run your mouth coffee uh, supports our right to be able to say those things without <laughs> getting deplatformed and without yes. getting censored and stuff so so we like to support them. So to do that, you can go to rymcoffee.com and tell them we sent you by using that promo code. Hey, where did my banner go? And that's not the promo code, but no. where did my banner go? <laughs> See, that is a glimpse. I haven't even drank that yet, but my brain is all over the place. So I know <laughs> if I drink too much yes. of that, it's going to go off quick. And they do have a really good They do have roast. a bourbon uh, aged yes, in bourbon a bourbon aged. barrel. Yeah. 
coffee blend or coffee yeah. roast. So rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using that promo code BREAKTHEBELL. That's all one word. And you get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping. And who doesn't love that? Absolutely. So support free speech. Support delicious coffee. Go to rymcoffee.com. That's it. Otherwise, uh, before we get into this, obviously, we have to say check out all our social media pages, like, subscribe, share, all the things the kids these days tell you to do. Um, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We have a Facebook forum called the Breaking the Bell Forum where you can come hang out and chat. Um, most of our platforms are the handle at BreakTheBellPod, P-O-D, or you could just go to BreakTheBellPod.com and you can find most of those uh, links to those those social media sites. Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff, so we can get our name out there. We can do bigger and better things, which is what inevitably we, we want to do, do with this. Yes. We want to expose all the bullshit that's going on in the world, and we want to do it to more people than we are now currently. Yes. So help us out by doing that, because we will love you for it. Absolutely. Otherwise, uh, I think it's time to get in this show and so we can celebrate um, yes. VE Day and my birthday, but mostly VE VE Day. Because your birthday was yesterday. Yeah, which fell on, interestingly, fell on most of Europe's VE Day. Okay, but Russia celebrates it today because you know how Russia likes to do right. things yeah, their own way. It off. So we'll talk about all that and why why Russia has to be the freaking odd man out and celebrate on the ninth when we come back from this intro video. We'll be right back. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? All right, and just like that, once again, we are back. It's good times. Good to be yeah, here. Absolutely. Good to... Like, there's all this stress. I've always said this, building up to it, getting everything ready, and especially when I'm running late, which, again, never happens. So yeah. when it does happen, it's like, I don't even know what to do in this moment. It's like, oh, my God. I And I knew when I started working on that little project. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I only got, like, 20 minutes to do this. I probably shouldn't do this right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then all of a sudden you walk in the door. I'm like, oh, oh, oh shit. shit. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yes. And I didn't even get it ready in time. So mm -hmm. that's the sad part of it. So... Um, but like I said, all the stress building up to it, and then we click the button, and as long as the button gets clicked, because the first time I clicked the button, it didn't click, and you're like, right. um, I don't think we're streaming. I'm like, oh shit, we're not streaming. <laughs> and But then, it's like, the music starts, and then things start to wind down as we're going through our intro, we get through all the things we have to talk about, and then we play that amazing intro video, right. and it's just like, all right, here we are, let's, let's do this. Yeah. 
Are you all ready to do this? Because I'm ready. Are you ready? I, to do I this? am ready to do I this. I am ready to do Let's this. Do this. Why are we talking about VE Day? Because, like you said, it's not really something you really right. has talked about. And even, even with the war in Ukraine that's going on right now, I still this wouldn't have crossed my radar. Like, oh, yeah. oh, this happens to be VE Day. Huh? Right. That's ironic. No, it's like all day yesterday. I was, I mean, I was searching for things to talk about, and yeah. it was just like. Victory Day, Victory Day, VE Day, right. Russia, 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 VE Day. And I'm just like, dude, what are you building up right. to here? What is up with this? Yeah. And then I started reading some of the articles and the things that were, they were saying, like, mm -hmm. well, Russia's going to use this to kick off, like, launch themselves off into, like, yeah. expanding the war. Or they're going right. to use this to announce that uh, they're going to war with NATO. Or they're right. going to use this to... Uh, declare victory in certain right, regions. Right. Or, and, yeah. It was just all over the place. Yeah. And they're was, gonna pull back, they're gonna be more aggressive, they're gonna <laughs> was, I mean it was speculation just speculation like, all over yeah, the fucking exactly. place. And it's like, what is going on? Are they actually saying this? Yeah. And so I started looking into it and then especially today mm -hmm. when Russia's V E Day kicked right. off. And Putin's speech. And Putin's speech happened and then all of a sudden it's just like what what was all that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And We'll get we'll get into yeah, all that. Yeah. So it, it is quite interesting. I, I feel like we have to celebrate VE Day because yeah. they made they threw in our face so right. hard. And the the sad thing is, by tomorrow, nobody's going to even be right. talking about. It. And you're going to go look for articles on it, and they're all just going to yeah. have disappeared right. because because everything they thought was going to happen <laughs> didn't, didn't happen. happen at all. <laughs> it's just it's like us when we're like, I predict that tomorrow this is and this is going to happen and yeah. then by the time the episode releases it's like well that didn't go the yeah, way right. i expected <laughs> yeah, it to exactly. at all and i feel like that is what happened today but then the narrative shift um of what he did say or i i've even seen articles that are like well the important thing is is what putin didn't say right, right, in his yeah, speech it's yeah. like yeah, what what why what why are we like we're yeah. post speculating yeah. now because but, uh, we got all our speculation done beforehand of what he would say and when he didn't say it now we're post speculating of what it, he meant isn't it interesting how both sides are comparing this to world war 2 mm -hmm. and and it's russia and ukraine yeah and like i said they're both Throwing yeah. the word Nazis. Yeah, they're like, both like, Ukraine's like, yeah, just like uh, the Nazis in yeah. Germany. There's a great uh, evil there. Yeah, and then Russia's like, just like uh, our grandfathers yeah. fought. We're fighting the same war our grandfathers yeah. fought. And so, yeah, but, fun but, stuff. And, but Putin actually came out and was like, um, you know, we're fighting the, the aggressive uh, aggression of the uh, neo-Nazi regime that the United States put in place. Oh, I didn't. I oh, yeah, you didn't part. see that part. Wow. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. that's why the White House and Jen Psaki went on full blown defense mm -hmm. this afternoon. Yep. So, um, again, let me. <laughs> I'm on the wrong page. Of my notes because I dropped them <laughs> earlier. Oh, I will get my shit together today. <laughs> so, one way or another, let, let let's just take off with this. Let's yeah, just let's, let's just, just move go. forward. One way or another. Today or yesterday, one of the two marks that day right. in history. It's seventy-seven years today yeah. that, or yesterday, depending on who you. Yeah. And, and to be fair, it was a two-front war, so maybe you know Russia was a little behind. <laughs> well, I know I, I'll get into that because yeah. I got a little bit of the background. It was it exactly yeah. was Russia was a little behind, and there was a little bit of like ego. Yeah, there. Stalin had to get his shit going. Yeah, yeah. he's like, no, I want it to be on yeah, my this turf. Is, this is mine. Uh, Shannon is here, and she says, whoa, 
I walked into neo Nazi a neo Nazi convoy. <laughs> convoy. Shannon, you've been Shannon, you've been here enough to know yes, that that's yes. what this is. You, you missed the VD talk though. Yes, we were <laughs> the, the VD celebration is over and now we're talking about VE. And Shannon also says, at least you take notes. Daniel barely turns all his <laughs> equipment on. Oh, well, you, you got here late, Shannon, because yeah. my equipment was all sorts yeah. of fucked up when we first started. Um, fact check this says, he says he'll get his shit together, but we all know better. That is absolutely true. I like to keep you hoping yes. that someday I will get my shit together. That's why but, you tune in. But in reality, our whole shtick, yes. they they say every podcast has to have its like own shtick. Yeah. And we don't have like a specific like, hey, we're, we're the podcast that talks about, um, uh, I, I, I don't know baseball, or we're right. not. We're we're the podcast that talks about. They always tell you to narrow down that right. freaking. Yeah, and we we have we yet don't. to narrow yeah. that down. We don't. We don't like to. So our shtick is, we're the podcast that never has their shit together, <laughs> yes. and we will always say, "Come back next time. We will have our shit yeah. together." When you actually know that that's not it's true. Not, yes, but you come back every time. It's like a sitcom, and yes. it's like you know Steve Urkel's gonna fall down and right. say, did "I've I fallen and can't, can't get up," or "Did I do that?" Yeah. And every time you're just like, "Oh, he said it again." Ha yeah. ha. Yes. It, yeah. So. Uh, that's what we need. Is we need a T-shirt with your face on it, and and a little break the bell on the and then on the back be like, "I will get my shit together." Yes, someday, <laughs> soon. <laughs> like, someday, like soon. our morning, well, like our morning show. Soon. Yes. <laughs> uh, Shannon said, actually, CD says, "Never stops being funny." I'm assuming she's referring to Steve Urkel. Or, <laughs> no, not us. Shannon not. says, "When we do get our shit together, she'll know that we've all been compromised." <laughs> That's true. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> all right, we got to get into this. Like I was saying, one one way or another, um, both. Or all of Europe somehow celebrates. Right, in their uh, own way. I'm surprised they haven't come out and been like, Russia, fake disinformation. It wasn't on May 9th, it's on <laughs> May that right? 8th. That is just another example <laughs> of Russian disinformation. Yeah. But um, <laughs> one way or another, they do celebrate that. Because, yeah. I mean, it is a pretty big day in history. Yeah, it is. On some, some realm. Yeah. I mean, Europe was... Vindicated, I guess, from right. Nazism, supposedly, even though they're still <laughs> yeah, right. running willy nilly across wherever. Yeah. But um, the defeat of the Nazis in Europe, the liberation of Europe, or whatever. Yeah. Um, even Germans come out and say, "Hey, thank you, thank you for saving us from right. ourselves." Yeah. Basically, so, now they say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've got. I'll, I'll get into a little bit of how like different countries yeah. like kind of celebrate that. Not going to go like real right. deep, but I I found it a little interesting. Yeah. So, this day is, like, it's VE Day, or Victory in Europe Day, or they call it Victory Day, or they call it Victory Over Fascism Day. Yeah. Um, and in Russia, I think it's called Patriots Day. Is it? Yes. Okay. I, I don't know. I, yeah. Most of what I saw was Victory Day, or... Yeah. I don't know. So, I like I like Victory Over Fascism, fascism yeah, Day. That sounds very uh, woke right yes. now. So, Antifa... Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's the day that's recognized that all of Europe recognizes that the Nazis were defeated in Europe. So it's a big deal. Yes. Nobody takes it, uh, according at least to the media right now, nobody takes it as serious as Russia does. Right. Like Russia, this is their, I don't know, 4th of July. or right. this is yeah, their, it's their Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. They, they bust open the vodka, they Woo! shoot guns in the air. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know. What's the Russian 
translation of what you just Man, did. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> I don't think that's in their the vernacular. <laughs> so uh, nobody takes it as serious as them. And, and I'll get into that in just a bit. But first, we got to dig into what it actually was, besides, obviously, victory yes. in Europe. Um, so, obviously, we go to Wikipedia, because Wikipedia is fantastic. we got people talking still. <laughs> Shannon says, I missed Dan's podcast today. Don't tell him I made this one. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops, I probably shouldn't have read that out loud. I know Dan's not listening, so we're safe here. Um, so let me pull up this screen. We are getting derailed fast. I need a drink so I can get back on track. Victory in Europe Day is the day celebrating the formal acceptance by the Allies of World War II of Germany's unconditional surrender of its armed forces on Tuesday, May 8th, 1945, which happens to be 40 years before my birthday, wow. the day of my birthday. You're like a twinkle in, <laughs> in Hitler's eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sure. <laughs> All right. Russia and many former Soviet countries celebrate on May 9th, marking the end of the World War II in Europe. Several countries observe public holidays on the day each year, also called Victory Over Fascism, Liberation Day, or Victory Day. In the UK, it is often abbreviated to VE Day or VE Day. <laughs> I'm glad they v clarified dash, that well, one. <laughs> one has a dash, one doesn't have a okay, dash and okay. you got to get that you got to get sure. it straight because the 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 royals and the like high society probably put the dash in there but right. then like the Liverpool peasants and right, the yeah. Beatles and shit probably say <laughs> without a dash. <laughs> I don't know. That makes sense. <laughs> the end of all combat actions was specified as uh, 2301, or if you're not military, 1101 Central European Time, which was already uh, May 9th in Eastern Europe. Uh, so that's some people say that they celebrate in Russia because it was already May 9th that day. Sure. Then other side says, or other people say, well, it's because, was it Stalin you said? Yeah. Stalin was like, no, I want to sign my own treaty, yeah. and we're not doing it today, we're doing it tomorrow yeah. when you can get here and I can sign my own yeah. treaty. And I'm not going to stop until I sign my own treaty, is basically yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. says, thus, the former Soviet bloc countries, including Russia and Belarus, as well as some former Yugoslav countries like Serbia, celebrate on May 9th. History. Adolf Hitler, the Nazi leader, had committed suicide on April 30th. I don't think we got to get that extreme in this. <laughs> we all know Hitler killed himself, or right? Did he? Can we? Can we all just agree? Probably not. We probably can't all just agree that <laughs> Hitler ceased to be the leader of Germany yes. on April thirtieth. One That's way fair. or another, we'll 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 go with that <laughs> route. Uh, the the administration was headed by uh, Reichspräsident Karl Donitz. Um, he was known as Flensburg. Uh, the administration was known as the Flensburg government. The act of military surrender was first signed on May 7th in uh, SHAEF headquarters. Well, they shortened that up. Shafe. <laughs> Shafe. And a slightly modified document considered the definitive German instrument of surrender was signed May 8, 1945 in Kohlschort, Berlin at 2120 local time. Um, it goes on to say, upon the defeat of Germany, celebrations erupted throughout the Western world, especially in the UK and North America. More than one million people celebrated in the streets throughout the UK to mark the end of the European part of the war. In London, crowds massed in 
a square. And uh, I'm not going to try to read all these fucking names. <laughs> and up to the mall to Buckingham Palace, where King George and Queen Elizabeth, accompanied by their daughters and Prime Minister Winston Churchill, appeared on the balcony of the palace before the cheering crowds. Churchill went from the palace to Whitehall, where he addressed another large crowd. God, do you have a good Ch- Churchill b- voice? Oh, boy, you know, my daughter really does. <laughs> does she's a Harry Potter. <laughs> That's all she does. Dad, we just need speaking British today. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mean, but you got to have a you got to have your low. Yeah. God yes. bless you all. This is your victory. Like you got to have that low yeah, like right. the the distinguished. Oh, and you got to have yeah, the jowls. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was just going to say have the <laughs> Churchill jowls, <laughs> Churchill jowls too. <laughs> God bless you all. This is your victory. In our long history, we have never seen a greater day than this. Every one man or a woman has done their best. <laughs> Almost sounds like a backhanded. I know. You, you, you tried. <laughs> I mean, we, we tried. Especially yeah. France. I mean, they the really tried. Soviet <laughs> Union, they got it all done, but y'all, y'all did your best. <laughs> At this point, he asked Ernest Bevan to come forward and share the applause. Bevan said, No, Winston, this is your day. This all seems so made up. <laughs> I, I know. Um,. Says in the United States, the event coincided with Harry Truman's 61st birthday. What a coincidence. It just right? happens to be on wow. his 61st birthday. And you he's share just like, a birthday with Harry Truman? God damn it. <laughs> um, do you, I mean, I don't know. You're not really a conspiracy theorist. Do you think yeah. there's something there that it's just like, you know what I want for my 61st birthday? Right, yeah. Well, you know this war that we just kind of well, artificially got ourselves into? Yeah. What if we artificially got ourselves out for I mean, my birthday? Possible, but I mean, Truman really didn't do anything. I mean, he just kind of showed up after FDR died. I mean... Yeah, but I mean, FDR died uh, April twelfth, so a few couple weeks before. So yeah. Truman was already president. So maybe his first yeah. act in office was, you know, as at the fir- yeah, my first possible. act as president, as incoming president, I want a good birthday yeah. present. Let's end this freaking war. Right? Yeah. Let's sign the treaty on my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. It was winding down probably like April 28th. He's like, no, can we just keep it <laughs> yeah, going right. <laughs> for, for like uh, 10 more days? Yeah. Because my birthday is coming up, guys, <laughs> and I want this on my birthday. I want to be remembered for something. I want to be remembered for doing something in this damn war. And I didn't yeah. fight in it, and I wasn't president really during it except no. the last six days of it. So right. maybe if my birthday was on. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be. Um, let's see. Shannon says, Dan doesn't read, so we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's back to the old comment. All right, so, so, we we got kind of an idea. I mean, rightfully so, Europe celebrated. Yeah, that the war was finally over. How many years did this go on for? Oh, God. What it started in uh, was it was it thirty eight? I don't even know. That's how stupid we are. I have oh, no idea. Been, I mean, they'd been dealing with Hitler for a while, but yeah, it went on a long time. So, and that wasn't obviously the end of World War Two because right. we still had the Japanese front. Yeah. And Churchill even made sure to bring that up during the celebration. He's no, like, sure. we may allow ourselves a brief period of rejoicing as Japan remains unsubdued. It's like, can we, can we have something yeah, here? Yeah, I know. Come on, man. Couldn't you bring that up tomorrow yeah. uh, during, you know, the Soviet Union's yeah. VE Day? Why are we doing this on our yeah. VE he, Day? He's like the guy, you know, at the Christmas lights, come on, and he'd be like, well, those little lights aren't twinkling, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I know, Winston. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it. It's like, I know we won, but let's not forget there's still a freaking war going on now. So, I mean, yes, have your beer. And, oh, he did. uh, 
Britain did make the nice gesture because they had like their food rationing, like oh, yeah. chits or whatever, where they could only get like so much food, like socialism basically right. at its best to ration food for the during the wartime. And he made sure to announce that um, beer for the day would not be rationed, oh, so wow. so they could drink as wow. much as was there available, I guess. And you know it's warm, so oh, yeah. it's freaking right. great. That's- so uh, let, let's keep going. I got a little bit more stuff in on another article that talks a little bit more about Winston Churchill. So, um, real quick, I, the interesting thing was like Stalin took it a whole, whole different way. Mm-hmm. Like for him, it was like a day celebrating him. Mm-hmm. And so it was like his, his strategic masterful, you know, that he like was in charge of, of everything that happened, that he single-handedly basically beat the, the Nazis. So once Stalin died... There was a long period of time where they didn't celebrate the day really? because uh, Khrushchev, uh, who came in afterwards, <laughs> was probably paranoid. He's well, like, <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, "Are you sure he's dead?" But yeah. he was like, "No, Stal- Stalin was kind of a, a buffoon, and and we're not going to celebrate this day." And it wasn't until really Putin came in that Putin made it a big thing again. Well, apparently they kind of the British kind of had that same view towards Churchill mm. at least on that day because he's like. Um, you all won pretty much. I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't think British say y'all, but he said y'all won. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, apparently, supposedly, uh, somebody in the crowd or the rest of the a bunch in the crowd was like, "No, you won!" Back at him, and it's just like, did did they say that? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, Winston. This was this is your victory, yeah. not our victory. Yeah. I, I'm guessing all the parents that lost. Kids during the war too were like, no, this one, like this was all <laughs> yeah. you, man. This was all yeah. you. I didn't know. Yeah. I, I I don't see that. So, um, so this article talks just a little bit more about it. Uh, the part that interested me the most. Well, this one talks about it. Says Soviet leader Joseph Stalin wanted his own ceremony. So that other article, the Wikipedia didn't really mention that. It yeah. just said, hey, it was a different time zone. Right. So that's why. But this says Stalin wanted. His own ceremony. And the reason for that that I've seen across the the different articles, uh, some of them said that he was like, we still have Soviets fighting. How can we, like, celebrate this right now? Yes, you guys signed a treaty. We haven't signed one. We still have boys out there fighting. I can't celebrate today with you. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Like I'll do it on my own terms. Right. And I'm sure there was an ego thing there right. too. Like, yeah. no, I want my own. Yeah. Uh, I mean, kind of rightfully so. I mean, how many how many people did the freaking Soviets versus the rest of Europe? How many did the Soviets right. lose to the war? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So, oh so this one is IWM.org, and I'm just gonna read little bits and pieces, pick them out of here. Um. Because it says, Soviet leader Joseph Stalin wanted his own ceremony. At Berlin on May 8th, therefore, a further document was signed, this time by German Field Marshal William Kietel. Donitz's plan was partially successful, and millions of German soldiers surrendered to Allied forces, thereby escaping Soviet capture. And it was interesting to me, because I I talked about that that other president, or chancellor, or whatever, that took over for Hitler when Hitler disappeared himself. Right. And their whole strategy after Hitler disappeared was, oh, shit, the Soviets are coming, and they are really freaking pissed off. <laughs> so let's let's surrender to these guys right. here because we don't yeah. want to surrender to those guys there. Right. And that's actually 
why Germany surrendered when they did. It wasn't, I mean, they were getting their asses kicked by that point, but still, it wasn't necessarily that they lost, but they knew Mm -hmm. that if the Soviets got here, we're all fucked, man, because we killed 24 million of them. Yeah. And And scorched earth. Yeah, and they're pretty pissed off at us. Um, This says, Germany's surrender was not a surprise. It says, the news of Germany's surrender was not surprising. It had been anticipated for some time, and people across Britain were on standby to start celebrating. So they all had their, their, like, whistles and, yeah, the the poppers ready, (laughs) and they're just like, is this it? Come on. Is this it? I mean, can you imagine, like, the fireworks companies, like, sold out? (laughs) Like, the stock in uh, party hats sold (laughs) out. Yeah, warm beer flowing through the streets. <laughs> yes. The announcement that the war had ended in Europe was broadcast to British people over the radio late in the day on May 7th. The BBC interrupted its scheduled programming, which was probably terrible in anyways. <laughs> like, oh, thank God. <laughs> with a newsflash <laughs> announcing that victory in <clears throat> Europe Day would be a national holiday to take place the following day. Um, then it goes on to say some people celebrated early. Some people are like, "Yeah, fuck that! I'm no. gonna, I'm, I'm <laughs> celebrating now." Yeah, says um, after years of wartime restrictions and dangers from food and clothing rationing to blackouts and bombing raids, raids, it was understandable how eager they were to finally be able to let loose and enjoy themselves. Colorful bunting and flags soon lined the streets and villages. I'm glad that inclu- they added that here. Right. On the eve of VE Day, bonfires were lit. People danced, and the pubs were full of revelers. Um, became a national holiday. Like I said, Churchill says gained assurance from the Ministry of Food that there were enough beer supplies in the capital, and the Board of Trade announced that people could purchase red, white, and blue bunting without using ration coupons. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, government, for that. What a party animal. Winston Churchill was the man of the hour on VE Day. Britain's prime minister had been a major driving force behind the Allies' victory over Nazi Germany, and now that peace had come, the British people were keen to celebrate it with him. Uh, yeah, so that talks about all the things I said. The British royals were part of it. Apparently, Queen Elizabeth, princess at the time, and then her sister had, like, snuck out and were, like, out with oh, with cool. the people and, like, celebrating. And they're, they're just saying this, like, recent, like, oh, now. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people knew that until recently. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's coming out and... I don't know if I believe that. It's like yeah. it's like a Princess Jasmine from Aladdin story. It's just like, yeah, she climbed over the wall and she put on a, a peasant's outfit and ran around with the street rat. All right, I wanted to get to... I don't know. There was some stuff about uh, Russia oh. and about the Germans and how they were scared of the Russians and they didn't want to be taken captive of... By the Soviets, so no, I mean that makes sense. Like you said, they lost twenty four million. You know, yeah. I mean, like I said, they are they're gonna be pissed. They're, they're not happy. Yeah. Even though, um, yeah, they Hitler's gone. Do you really think Hitler was everything and every anything to do with this? You think it right. all was just Hitler? Yeah. No, right. there was people that were following him blindly. There yeah. was, I mean, all his freaking. Uh, um, generals were just as equally to blame. Right. All his freaking soldiers, his freaking brown coats, brown shirts, whatever, yeah. all to blame. But once Hitler dies, it's like that was all him, guys. Yeah, just right. don't don't yeah, nothing don't. do with that. Well, I I don't think the Sov- Soviets were as happy. No. Yeah, this says uh, 
During his brief spell as German president, Don, Donitz negotiated an end to the war with the Allies. This makes him look like a giant pussy. Yeah. says, while seeking to save as many Germans as possible from falling into Soviet hands. So, Germ- uh, the Soviets were coming. Yeah. And... And they weren't happy. They weren't happy. And then, do you, do you know how many Germans were lost in World War One? Because or World War Two? I, I said, don't. I said, Soviets lost twenty four yeah. million. Germans only lost six point six million. So you're talking yeah. like a quarter of what the Soviets yeah, lost right. in total. And the people who started this whole thing lost only six point six million. So you can see why they would have like a vendetta when yeah. they're coming across the border. There's still some insane numbers, though. Yeah, I mean, holy shit. That's a lot of freaking people. <coughs> Excuse me. Wow, that burns all the way down. <laughs> so uh, I, I said I wanted to look at how some of the some other countries celebrated yeah. this. We kind of got a a brief background. Mm-hmm. We can't get into like a full history. Like, yeah. yeah. On the eve of May seventh, after the fall of the third. No. Yeah. I I mean I can if you'd like, but I'm no, not going to. You don't want that. No, I don't want that. No. So let's look at. Let's look at how some countries celebrate. What is victory in Europe Day, and how is it celebrated in France? I'm just going to briefly talk about these. I'm not going to read these articles, because most of them start out, Victory Day is all the shit that we just talked about. Um, Let's see, where does it start? It says, in France, Victory in Europe Day, or Jour de la Victoire in Europe. How do you say Europe in French? Europe. <laughs> that was good. It's a patriotic public holiday celebrated on May eighth. That was terrible, by the way. <laughs> banks and most business banks and most businesses are closed. Supermarkets are closed or close early. There's no school. Man, that's bullshit. No doubt. Never got school off for VD day, VE day. <laughs> and the buses and trains run a special holiday schedule. <laughs> Shannon says history with Craig and Bill. Move over, Ryan Dawson. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, depending on which city you're in, you might see parades, flags, wreaths, and flowers to commemorate soldiers lost to the war and victims of the Holocaust. All right, so listen to this one, all right? You ready for this one? Yeah. In Paris, there is usual, usually a special celebration along the Champs Elysees, attended by veterans and the French president, complete with a military parade and wreath-laying ceremony. Now remember that part. Specifically, the military parade part. Right, right. All right, next. Next is Britain. What do the Brits do, do you think? Probably a military parade. (laughs) When is VE Day and how we observe it in Europe? I'm only going to focus on London. Because it says, on May 8th, yeah, that talks about 1945, but it says, in London, huge crowds amassed. Oh, that, that's still the old one. Here we go. In recent years, the Queen normally joins thousands of veterans and their families in service at Westminster Abbey before a military parade takes place and passes hmm. through it passes through bu- to Buckingham Palace. In 2020, celebrations for the 75th anniversary of VE Day were larger, largely scrapped due to coronavirus with social distancing, blah, 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 all that stuff. So yeah. they couldn't party. They couldn't have their military parade anymore, which I think isn't that why actually Trump canceled his military parade? Wasn't it because of COVID maybe? I, or was it just because yeah, of the backlash? I think it was the backlash. Maybe he just said it was due to, to COVID. COVID. Yeah, and he's like, well, I guess nobody likes that idea. So <laughs> y- you see a common denominator here, right? Yes, military parades. Military parades. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, you're celebrating war, a war victory. Right, yeah, right. So you want to show, like, you know, you're, you're honoring your military, right? And what better way to honor your military than make them march through the streets? Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and full uniform full in 90-degree weather, you know? <laughs> yes, perfect, perfect, yes. Um, let's see. Germany. So this is what Germany, uh, German <laughs> chancellor, this talks about Germany and how they kind of celebrate it. But it first talks about the German chancellor, um... What's his name? Scholes or Scholes? Scholes. I'm go Schultz. 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 <laughs> it's got to be Schultz. <laughs> yes, it's got to be Schultz. Like Sergeant Schultz yes. from Hogan's Heroes. I know nothing. So uh, it says in the speech in a speech because it talks about addressing the 77th anniversary of victory in Europe Day. It says in the speech, which will be aired on German TV at 8:20 p.m. CET um, on Sunday, Schultz says. The legacy of 8 May for his country must be to help ensure that there will never again be genocide or tyranny in Europe. In other words... Just Europe, though. Guys, we fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just Europe. <laughs> the rest of the world... You're on your own. I mean, those are just different cultures, but, yeah. but Europe, not so much. Or, or mostly our country. Yes. <laughs> I am deeply convinced Putin will not win the war, the center-left politician says. Ukraine will prevail. I'm glad they threw that in there. Yes. Freedom and safety will win. Just like freedom and safety triumphed over servitude, violence, and dictatorship 77 years ago. Really? Freedom and safety? Six million Germans died and that was safe? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it like the Nazis were destroyed. It's, it's yeah. just funny to me because it's just like, that was, that was your boys. Yeah, I know. That yeah, was your right. people. That was probably your grandpa. Just saying. Schultz says it's falsifying history and disgraceful of Russian's president to equate his own barbaric war of aggression with the fight against national socialism. It is our duty to state this clearly. He didn't want to say Nazis. <laughs> he's like, trust me, we know Nazis, <laughs> and we can. And he's he's wrong when he compares that to Nazis yeah. because we have firsthand knowledge on what Nazis are. Right. So if we say, well, I mean, where are the end all go to on Nazi knowledge? Yeah, so so we, if we, we say cap- that's not knowledge. Nazi Nazis. capital of the world, right here. <laughs> if we say it's not Nazis, we get the final vote. Yes. yes. In keeping with previous, listen to this, this is funny. In keeping with previous post-war German leaders' messages on May 8th, Schultz thanked Allied forces for the defeat of the Nazis and says his country owes a, a debt to both Russians and Ukraine, which suffered millions of casualties in the Second World War. You'd think they would have rewrote that. I, I'm shocked yeah. he didn't rewrite that because, yes, they always say, I'm sorry for, for the my family that fucked up. Thank you for saving us from ourselves. And we apologize to Ukrainians and Russians that we've murdered. I'm surprised. I'm honestly right. shocked that they didn't write the Russian part out of that right. or write yeah. just pencil pen in like Eastern Europeans or right. something like Ukrainians and other Eastern Europeans. Right. And yeah, just right. like how <laughs> they won't say uh, Donald Trump's name anymore. Right, yeah. It's the 45th yeah, president right, yeah. or my, predis- my predecessor yeah. and things like that. Yeah, I'm surprised they yeah. didn't just omit Russia from that. But yeah. but in this whole thing, it's like, um, we owe them a debt, but they're still assholes and <laughs> and they need to stop what they're doing. Yeah. But, but remember, Germany's the one that didn't want to commit to war because war is horrible. Yes. Uh, Schultz repeatedly declared Germany's support for Ukraine defense uh, effort, but diplomatic relations between Berlin and Kiev have been frosty. You want to know how frosty these diplomatic relations have been? As recently as like six days ago, um, the Ukrainian ambassador to Germany called the German chancellor a liver sausage. 
That bastard. <laughs> that to me sounds like a European e- equivalent of calling somebody a limp, a limp dick. dick. Yes. A limp dick. I would go with that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, that limp dick over there. Because, I mean, <laughs> ha- Germany's the one that they hadn't fully like backed out of Russian right. oil. They weren't fully yeah. committed to like the sanctions on yep. it. So, um, yes, they've had frosty relationships because Ukraine calls Germany a limp dick. Yes, and that, that seems accurate. This says Ukrainian diplomats have accused the left liberal coalition government of stalling over embargoes on Russian energy and deliveries of military hardware. The chancellor, meanwhile, appeared personally piqued after German president Frank Walter Steinmeier. So they have a chancellor and a president. I don't understand the difference between those, but they have both. That's weird. Well, it's like the prime minister and then who's the. There's like two. Two leaders in freaking Great Britain. There's like yeah. the pri- there's the PM, and then there's something else too. I can't remember. But anyway, it says previously a Social Democrat Party ally was told last month he was not welcome to visit Kiev along with <laughs> Eastern Europe leaders. So the president of Germany, as of a month ago, wasn't even allowed to go to Ukraine. Uh, I wanted to scroll down because there was an interesting part. This part's interesting to me. <clears throat> And I kind of see why, but it's, it's because we got like most of Germany or like the, the higher ups and stuff yeah. bowing down and saying, I'm sorry for our past right. and all this stuff, which I mean, yeah, they kind of were yeah. dicks and right. whatever. I mean, how how long do they got to apologize for? Well, that, yeah, exactly. Because for it's real. been what, 80 years? Yeah. I mean, how yeah. long how long do I got to stand up and say, you know what? I, I, I've forgiven I'm, them. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I. I <laughs> I haven't forgiven Hitler so much. No, no, but I mean, but I know you, you can't really forgive. But yes. I mean, the country in itself. I don't blame them for what <laughs> Hitler right. and the Nazis yeah. did. But this is interesting because public figures in Berlin, the city themselves, uh, stay away from gatherings marking the anniversary of Nazi Germany's surrender over fears that commemorative events could be used for propaganda purposes. The reason for this is because apparently they have because Berlin was split. Remember after right. the war, so you have. Kind of Soviet leaning right people and not so Soviet leaning people. I don't yeah. know if this still exists there, but they right. still have um, a Soviet war memorial that they lay wreaths on and stuff. So hmm. the Berlin uh, like public figures want to stay away from that because they don't want to be seen where they're laying like mem- memorials at like right. Soviet, Soviet memorials and stuff. So I don't know. It, it's so like I don't know. It's just well, it's, it's just a freaking. I don't know. Well, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's all politics. It's politics. That's what I was yeah. going to say. It's, it's just it's politics. politics. I mean, it's like, you know, again, that was this, it was a different regime. Yeah. Right. But still, in that war, the Soviets were like, they weren't the good guys, but. <laughs> but they were the enemy of my enemy. Therefore, right. they exactly. were our friends. Exactly. So, yeah. And then as soon as they beat my enemy, then now they were they're our, our enemy again. Yes. And we have to. Go to yes. war against them. So Shannon's out. She says, "Thanks, guys. I'll finish up later. You guys rock with thanks, fire, Shannon. fire, fire." So, thanks, Shannon. Thanks for coming on. It's always good to see you on here. It's always good to see you in the chats. Come back next time when you don't need to leave us. So that that's kind of a look at how all the different countries, yeah, 
You got like a lot of Europe has military yeah. parades, like I said, and then you got Germany that's like an apology tour, right? Yeah, it didn't say yeah. anything about military. Sorry, and, guys. I, and I can see how Germany wouldn't want to get out and have a military parade no. on the day of the fall of their country, no. specifically when their role in it was like Bad. the opposite side yeah. of right. Well, I mean, it'd be like day. you know, you don't celebrate like the the end of the Civil War, right? And then have. You know, I mean, the South wouldn't celebrate that anyways, because a lot of them yeah. still hold a grudge. And they still think the Civil War is going on. Right, right. Uh, you don't see, the, the the British don't really celebrate the 4th of July too much. <laughs> right, exactly. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, I the reason why I keep bringing up the military parade part is because of this article here from CNN. It talks about why May 9th is a big day for Russia, and what a declaration of war would mean. So... Yes. They they don't hold back even in the title here. So, um, did you want to hear any of uh, Putin's speech today? Uh, we'll, we'll get into okay, okay, a little okay. bit of Putin's speech in a little bit. Because I, I want to, probably the second half, because we're okay. already pushing time here. Sure. But this is why why I keep bringing up the, because this is building up to the, the Putin speech. Yeah. Because this is what I was saying. That they um, speculated leading up to all of this right. and what like he what he say. was going to do, what he was going to say, what he was going to declare. And so this is this came out on May 6th, and this talks okay. about why it's important. It's a big day for Russia. And if he was to declare war, what would that mean? I, I, I see all these pictures of Putin, like this one that you have here, and mm-hmm. he looks sad. He does look I, sad. I, well, I think he I needs mean, a mother. He needs a, a mommy. <laughs> he needs a mommy. <laughs> All right, so this is from CNN. It says, Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24th, and since then, President Vladimir Putin has insisted that his troops are carrying out a special mission operation instead of war. But speculation is growing that this could change in the coming days. Like, where's the speculation coming from? That's what I want to know, because it says, right. Western officials believe Putin could formally declare war on Ukraine as soon as May 9th, a symbolic day for Russia, paving the way for him to step up his campaign. But remember, there were sources that said they thought that Russia was going to invade also. But so. Russia did invade. Exactly. But they sources said they thought Russia was going to invade before he invaded. Mm-hmm. So again, who are these sources? And obviously, someone's listening. <laughs> right. Says May 9th, known as Victory Day, inside Russia. I like how they're like, I like how they try to separate it from like the rest of right. Europe for this hit piece on Russia. Like, yeah. oh, they, they're going to have their military parades and they're going to like yeah. um, tout their military strength. Bra- bra- braggadociously, that's the word yes. I was thinking. Okay. Braggadociously, I, yes. I, it popped up as I was saying that. That's not the word from Mary Poppins. He's going to braggadociously like, display all his weapons and stuff because victory day inside russia as it's known it doesn't say like the rest of fucking no, europe right nobody else uh and it commemorates the soviet union's role in defeating nazi germany in world war ii it's just so it's so funny that they separate it from the rest of yeah like the whole that whole side of the world celebrates yeah. in some way yeah Victory Day is marked by a marked by a military parade in Moscow, and Russian leaders traditionally stand on the tomb of Vladimir Lenin in Red Square to observe it. So you know who doesn't have a big military parade for VE Day? Who? The United States. Uh, yeah, because we're not Europe. It's yeah, VE, I know, but victory we, in Europe. We were Day. there though. Yeah, uh, this is true. So James Nixie, director of the Russia Eurasian program at Chatham House, told CNN. 
that May 9th is designated to show off to the home crowd to intimidate the opposition and to please the dictator of the time. Wow. <laughs> so what about all the other fucking countries right, that yeah, are right. having military No, that's just honoring the military. You're, yes. re- you're reading that way wrong. <laughs> like I said, it sounds so like... What they were saying about Trump when he yeah. was wanting to do. And, yeah, I think a military parade is kind of probably egotistical. I mean, oh, you yeah. got to be kind yeah. of egotistical to be like, I'm going to have a military parade. Yeah. says, Western officials have long believed Putin would leverage the symbolic significance and propaganda value of the day to announce either a military achievement in Ukraine, a major escalation of hostilities, or both. The Russian president has a keen eye for symbolism because... The rest of us don't have a keen <laughs> right, eye. Yeah, nobody symbolism. else sees that. We don't symbolically like do things on certain days. Yeah. The Russian president has a keen eye for symbolism, having launched the invasion of Ukraine the day after Defender of the Fatherland Day. But that was the day after. You can't say it was symbolic if it was the day. Yeah, I know. I could see if it fell on that on day. On the day, yeah. Then that right. was symbolic. But yeah. the day after, I feel like that's just coincidence. Yeah, agreed. Another crucial military day in Russia. So these were some of the speculation. It says... Uh, prepare for mobilization. Putin has many options on the table, according to Oleg Ignatov, senior analyst for Russia at Crisis Group. Declaring war is the toughest scenario, he said. Meanwhile, uh, Zelensky, who has not formally declared war on Russia, imposed martial law in Ukraine when Russians invaded in late February. I'm not sure why they added that there. Uh, that doesn't make sense to me. Another option for Putin is to enact Russian's mobilization law, which can be used to start a general or partial military mobilization. There's so much speculation. This is ridiculous. That would allow the government not to just assemble troops, but also to put the country's economy on a war footing. Uh, It says uh, it would also represent a big risk for Putin. No shit. Um, Let's see. It could still be possible for Putin to enact mobilization law without officially declaring war on Ukraine. Putin could also impose martial law in Russia, suspending elections and further concentrating power in his hands. Who, who does it? It sounds like they're taking the script from Trump, pre-election yeah, right. Trump, yeah. and throwing it on Putin right now. It's just yeah. like all. I mean, he could suspend elections. He could impose martial law. Yeah. He could just uh, start a willy-nilly war. Yeah. I mean. He could nuke them. (laughs) That's on the table, too, I'm sure. This would impose rules such as restrictions of men of fighting age leaving the country, which could also prove unpopular. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) What else could happen? If he doesn't declare war, he may look elsewhere to make a statement to mark Victory Day. So there's all this stuff like, what could he do? What's he going to do? What What's going to happen? Yeah. Well, he could declare war, but that would be really hard for him. <laughs> he could mobilize troops, but some people wouldn't that would like that. Unpopular. He could um, impose martial law, yeah. but that right. would be unpopular as well. <laughs> why, where does this come from? Like, why? Why, well, why are we doing this? Yeah, right, right. Because they're... they're they're just trying to create drama. They're trying to create news. That's all. Do you think maybe the U.S. is maybe trying to spark something, oh, like you know instigate? It. Like, yes. He's just like, well, I didn't even think about that. But if you're going to accuse me of it, then I might as well just do right. it. Yeah. So, right. Kind of like just, how he did before. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> I don't know. It also makes me wonder, like, what we're not looking at mm-hmm. again. Right. Like we talked about with the abortion stuff, like what what's going on that we're not looking right. at? What's happening in 
Congress that we're not looking at. Fact check this podcast says, have any of their speculations actually come to fruition through this whole war? Well, they did speculate that Putin would attack. Yeah. And then they speculated and speculated and speculated and pushed and pressured and and pushed harder and then imposed sanctions and made things... And, and, oh, and, oh, and then they they started like moving, like encroaching on NATO, like pushing NATO yeah. territory. And then they've been speculating on him using nukes. Yeah, it hasn't come to fruition no. though. Thank God. No. Or yeah. chemical weapons, right? He was oh, yeah. going to take over the chemical weapons that are biological labs that the America has, and he yeah, was they don't. America does not. Uh, we got to specify. Oh, yes, that's true. Yes. America does not have. Yes. Biological weapons. They have a biological we- uh, lab to counter right. biological yeah. weapons, where they create biological weapons to learn how to counter them. Yes, there is yes. a difference. That's Bill. true, and <laughs> and we all know Russia is a liar. We, as we know, <laughs> Russia lies. So therefore, they are the ones with biological weapons, right. and they're also because they lie. They also will probably declare war on VE Day because we know how they like their symbolism. Yes. We yes. know how they like um, aggression and stuff like that. I got to sneeze. It's stuck. <laughs> I got it. All right. All right. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was this one. Newsweek. Russia. This was another speculation. Russia plans plans to send... Message by flying nuclear doomsday plane at parade. Huh. Do you know what the doomsday plane is? No. You, what do you think? What would you think the doomsday nuclear doomsday plane It's probably plane a stealth is? bomber. It's not. It's not. It's what Putin would get on if there was a nuclear war. It's basically oh. Air Force One. Oh, okay. uh, looking at that title, that's exactly what right. you would think. Yeah. That is some nuclear yeah. stealth bomber. It's got big like, on some, it. Like touting right. military power and stuff. But this one says, uh, Russia is poised to send a warning to the West by flying a doomsday plane during its planned victory day. Uh, the annual celebration, blah, blah, blah. We know that. Um, it says the Russian Ministry of Defense set on defense set on Friday. This year's parade would include a rare flight of the Ilyushin two eighty or something like that, an airborne command plane designed to carry President Vladimir Putin and other top officials in the event of a nuclear war. Oh. So it's basically like if an escape. It's basically yeah. like if uh, freaking Biden gets on Air Force yeah. One and flies that during a freaking plane, right. and they're like, oh, that's uh, that's obviously that's threatening nuclear war because right. that's what he would get on yeah. in the event of like war. So yeah. obviously that's a threatening gesture. Yeah. And this isn't the first time. I Apparently it's the first time since 2010, but it's not the first time it's been flown. Right. It's just probably a really fucking cool plane. Right, yeah. Well, and I heard that they, they were going to do... A MIG flyover in the shape of a Z, mm-hmm. because I guess that's their like rallying symbol against Ukraine. And Why the, weather, the weather was too bad, so they decided no flyovers. Yeah, I, I want to talk about what actually happened, but I think I'm going to say that for the second sure. half because we're getting close to break time here. Because again, all this speculation and build up yeah. of what was going to happen and what could happen, what what probably would happen, and then what actually happened. Yeah. Two different things. A completely different story. Yeah. It was pretty lackluster, in my opinion. Yeah. But then when you read the headlines, like oh, yeah. like when I first read the headlines, I, I specifically saw something today that was like, uh, Russians, uh, or Vladimir Putin's speech was 
like more somber and reflective than a, an aggressive thing. And I, I speci- that's specifically what the headline was. And then when I went to actually take notes tonight, I went to find that, and you couldn't find any of it. It was like basically like uh, Putin's speech makes him look like a loser is basically right. what it was. Okay. Like. Makes him look defeated, or he's a, he's a liar, or fact-check yeah. Putin's this, or... Um, Talking about Nazis and rewriting history, right. and there was no more that yeah. article about Putin's somber and reflective mm-hmm. kind of tone. Right. It was, hey, he's defeated and yeah. he's a loser, and he's a, f- as we know, yeah, Russians lie. Yeah, right. So, and it's interesting because like MSNBC, like all their articles, I've been talking about how Putin's made major strategic errors and how mm-hmm. this is the end of Russia because of. Putin's big mistake and, you know, and all that stuff. So what do you think about, let's go back to what we talked about so far. What do you think about the the CNN article where they're like, well, he's just trying to tout his military strength. He's just trying to like puff up with his military show. And like, uh, what what was this specifically that they said about it? He said, uh, hang on, let me get back. Oh, I lost it. Here we go. Marked by a military parade. Designated to show off to the home crowd, intimidate opposition, and please the dictator of the right. time. What What's the difference between that and, like, Britain right. having military parade? Or France having military parade? Or any of these P- other public countries? Public perception or my opinion? <laughs> well, what's your opinion? Like, my, my opinion of it is that it, I mean they're just trying to they're trying to paint him as as Kim Jong Un. They're trying to paint him as unhinged. That he is like you said, Donald Trump. He's a he's a a neo or he's a, a narcissistic madman uh, with a with nukes at hand and and he's just throwing his strength around. He's a giant bully, is what I would take it as if I read that. I'm gonna talk about exactly that in a second. Towards the end, yeah. towards the end of the show, of this like madman persona that he's they're they're portraying as now this um, like uh, wild animal cornered, right. like a uh, you know basically what Hitler was unhinged to the point where he killed himself, right? Like it was to the point where I'm not gonna lose this fucking fight. Right. It's like all or nothing. I'm I'm all in this, right. and so. Talking about how Russia appreciates symbolism and Putin appreciates right. symbolism. I, I feel like there's some symbolism in how the media is handling Absolutely. this VE day right now. And I want to get into that in the second half because cause I, I have interesting theories on it, possibly. So we like to save the interesting theories for towards Always. the end. So so people stick around. I think it. If you don't got anything else, we might as well just get into a break now because yeah, well, just um, real quick that they you know again they don't tell what other countries are doing for VE Day because their focus is on Russia. They don't mm-hmm. want to tell you that yeah everybody has their military out on yeah. display during these right. things right. And you can't like you can barely find what like it took me probably twenty minutes just to find what other countries yeah. do on VE Day. Um, when a couple days, like probably a month, six months ago, last year, there was probably all kinds of articles about, hey, yeah, Britain does this, and right. they roll these badass tanks and yeah. uh, fly these cool planes. And, I mean, what do you think, what is it, what's the the fly, the 
the show jets that Britain oh, has. Oh, Britain? Oh, geez, I don't know what Britons are. Well, they do like their RAF yeah, type shows right. and stuff. But yeah, kind of like the Blue Angels. Yeah, right. I can't remember what the the British yeah. version of that is. But yeah, what do you think the Blue Angels is other than right. a yeah. show of military force? Right. Yeah, yeah, it looks They're cool. Jets. It looks awesome. Yeah, but it's a just a show of military force. What's the difference between um, Russia? Flying their freaking jets in the form of a Z or whatever, right. or the Blue Angels flying in like some V formation yeah. at the speed of lightning across, like while you're st- standing there cheering and yeah. waving American flags. No, we have What's the jets difference? do a flyover during the Super Bowl all the time. Right? So yeah, right. And that's military, right? Strategery. It <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's patriotic, right? I mean, you want to yeah, get the citizens us. rallied up, riled up, you know, and so you do the. The, the flyover or the jets, you know, national anthem, fireworks, the honor guard, you know, everybody's like, yeah, woo, you know. But it's it's kind of heading that direction here because when you, what the hell is that? That did not sound good. No. You kind of think of, it's about time for break with yes. that thump. Um, patriotism is kind of going that way here too. too. When you hear the word patriot, yeah. you, like people obvi- obviously think you're like a neo-Nazi white right. supremacist now. It's, they're kind of pushing that narrative slightly here. And it's it's just interesting how, depending on where you're at, your patriotism and your show of patriotism can either mean aggression right. or it can mean patriotism, yeah. depending on what the narrative is today. So, right. yeah. With that loud thump, it's time for us to get to a break. Um, we got a couple more, quite a bit more to discuss because I want to talk about how this actually went down for Russia today after all the buildup and speculation. Right. And then I want to see, like, take a look at, like, Jen Psaki's response and the White House response and even the fact checker's response to this. And then we'll just see where it goes from there. Sounds good. So we're going to take three or four minutes depending on how bad that was. Um, And when we come back, we're going to continue to celebrate VE Day in (laughs) true Break the Bell style. I never thought I'd be doing a podcast show where we celebrate VE Day. It's canon now. I mean, we have to keep it up. Yeah, we have to. This is our first annual VE Day celebration. Woo! So we'll be right back in just a couple minutes. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remster W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey everybody, I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast, that is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net.
right, and we're back. Everybody's still alive. Everybody is alive. Apparently, the dogs knocked a cast iron pan off our stove. That's what that loud sound was. was My wife was taking a nap because she works tonight. Kids were in their rooms. Nobody heard this but us. That was. I'm. Wouldn't be surprised if it like picked up in the mics. That's how loud that was. And I'm surprised nobody heard it, but. They were just sitting there and like licking out of this pan when I got up, and they just looked up at me and looked back down. And it's just like, <laughs> like what? And then it just kept on licking. I was like, are you? <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, we'll share. We'll share. <laughs> Assholes. Fortunately, it wasn't like because I've had dogs before. I've had a dog, a husky, back in the day that <laughs> I had um, two pounds of pork chops sitting out oh, on the counter no. that were seasoned and ready to yeah. throw on the grill, and the dog got them, ate all of the pork chops. Oh my God. And then at another time, the same dog ate like an entire pan of brownie batter that was waiting to get thrown oh, in. No. <laughs> These dogs, the worst they've done was I had made my sausage gravy, which mm. you know my sausage oh, yes, gravy. Yes. It's not just sausage gravy. No, 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 no. It's a it's a life experience. It <laughs> is. If you haven't tried my sausage gravy, you're missing out. Uh, I'm not I'm not bragging, but no, no. I'll brag for it, you. It's hard it's to really eat good. other sausage gravies after eating it is. my. It really is. Um, <laughs> but we had had biscuits and gravy for dinner or something or for breakfast, and there was leftovers that I was gonna have the next day. And the dogs got up and like licked out of the pan, like licked like half of it. Now that once you lick half of it, the other half's already done. It's done for. Yeah. So it's just, I was I was a little pissed about that. But yeah, that's understandable. I guess it's my fault for leaving the food on the counter. So, but that was a really loud bang, and I was con- slightly concerned. So not concerned enough that I would jump up and not not finish the to not, break. Not not <laughs> cut out with the proper music. Well, there was no screaming, no swearing, no yelling for your yeah, name. So, I mean, at that point it's like either they're fine or they're dead. Yeah. Either way, I can't help it. <laughs> so, <laughs> might so as I'm, well get to break. <laughs> I might as well play the break music out the right way That's so fair. we don't ruin everything. That's fair. <laughs> so, we're talking about VE Day celebrations or victory over fascism, victory over erectile dysfunction. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's kind of a stupid name, V E Day. It is. It it's, is. it's not even cool. It's not even no. like like the Fourth of July is not original either, but it, it kind of has well, a ring to but, it. But, but even like like D Day. I was gonna say D Day has a cool name to yeah, it. Yeah, but V-E-Day, it's not what you think it is, it, but it still it's like mm, D Day. Oh damn. V E Day just like yeah. like sounds like some kind of yeah sexual disease of some <laughs> sort, but. I don't know. I don't. Know. We're idiots. We're not European. We're not. That's we're not true. class. That's the thing. We don't we're have not class. Yes. Yeah. They like warm beer over there. Over yeah. here, we don't. Exactly. So, so I was. We we were talking about like the build up to VE Day and especially specifically Russia's handling of it and how they've like speculated on oh he's going to declare war. Yeah. Which. I didn't realize he hadn't like officially declared war. Well, so yeah, and if he this can has basically been his Vietnam. Yeah. Right? So if he officially declares war, because that's what I, I I was watching something the other night, and they're like um, they're talking about how you know if Putin really wanted to to win this, mm-hmm. why doesn't he just send over all his bombers and just take them out? Yeah, just finish. Right, if, just if finish it. it. Instead of sending his tanks the long way, right through right? the mud on that <laughs> one that one bottleneck that one road. road. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, send your 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 aerials, you know. And yeah, and you hear Zelensky talking about how all Putin wants to do is wipe Ukrainians right. off the yeah. map and no. genocide them. And, yeah. and if he wanted to, you'd be gone. You'd be gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I wanted you, to, 
It's like that the old mafia movies. Yeah. If I wanted you dead, you'd be dead. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean that's exactly it. Look at Russia. Look at Ukraine. Look at military force. It, it makes you capabilities. Wonder, I mean, I know that's this isn't the conversation for this, but what what is his means? I mean, what is his ends? I mean, just to show that I can do this. I mean, I and no one's going to stop me because it just is ridiculous. Do you take him? Like, because it's so ridiculous and all the speculation that he just wants to expand Russian territory, it's just like, if you want to do that, he has other means of doing right. it, like you said, yeah. that would be so much more efficient. Right, and save Russian lives. If that was the case, then he would. So then what? Do you just take him at face value? Maybe right. he just wants to like liberate those sections that want to be Russian. Right. Maybe he wants to get rid of some of the Nazis. Maybe he just wants to make a statement, hey, don't don't fucking join NATO. Right. But if that was the case, I mean, Ukraine came out like three weeks ago and was like, oh, by the way, we're not going to join NATO right, anymore. Yeah. But it's still going on. So right. do you take him at face value? Does he have alternative stuff going on? Yeah. Is he just trying to flex? Like... I, I don't know what's going on. I'm sure there's a bit of flex maybe, going on there. Maybe they're they're I mean purposely looking for these bioweb labs to take them out. You think the Russians? And, and that's maybe? why they're they're combing the countryside. I mean that's why they're on foot or they're on gra- the ground. They're driving through town to town to town. So you think Ukraine is our Iraq? Yeah, he's looking for the WMDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think, think so. his <clears throat> Colin Powell told him there are WMDs out there? <laughs> he's probably listening to the Brits. <laughs> probably, <laughs> most likely. So, I guess we got to get to like what actually took right. place today because there's all this speculation leading yeah. up to it. So we have to see exactly how this went down because Russia did declare war. You you heard that right? Yeah. Russia declared war. They they pulled out their nukes. Right. They had yeah. their big flyover. Yeah. Their show. I mean. They're actually taking over Europe right now as we are talking. Yes, and actually we are probably being translated to Russian as we speak. (laughs) Most likely. (laughs) Basically, because I said the initial reports were uh, Putin's speech was kind of reflective and Mm. blah, blah, blah. And you don't see that now as of 6 o'clock tonight. You don't see that. You basically see two things in the media that they're focused on. Number one, Putin's failure and how much of a loser he is. Number two... um, his focus on the Nazis, like his lie right. that there's Nazis right. yeah. in Ukraine. Those are the two big yeah. things that the media is... Well, in a speech, he um, erroneously called, again, called uh, Ukrainian leadership Nazis. And then on the other side, it's like, well, he's a big fucking loser because of X, Y, or Z. Right. Yeah. This one here, this one cracked me up the most. This is from Forbes. This talks about how he canceled his flyover due to weather, right? Right. Um, so this one's called Purged. Nervous Putin cuts Russian Air Force from 2022 Victory Day Parade. Listen to this one. It says, in a surprise admission of unreliability, Moscow cut Russia's Air Force from several 2022 Victory Day parades. High-profile military spectacles commemorating the surrender of Nazi Germany and the end of the World War II in Europe. In Moscow, the flyby expected to include over 70 aircraft, like you said, possibly in the form of a Z, whatever... That means was it like targeted at Zelensky? No, I, I that's I don't know that they just said that the Z has been kind of their rallying yeah, symbol against Ukraine. I don't know Russian though either. Yeah, I know. Maybe it's a Harry Potter lightning bolt. There you go. <laughs> In Moscow, the flyby expected to include over seventy aircraft was ostensibly canceled due to weather. Though the ground portion of the parade took place with good visibility and under somewhat cloudy skies, so they're basically saying. 
The weather wasn't that yeah, freaking bad. That they had Al Roker out there. Yes. <laughs> Russian President Vladimir Putin, who observes or who observers suspect was wearing a flak jacket. I mean, wouldn't you, though? He's the leader of the country, yes. And you're in wartime. Wouldn't yes. you go out there during a public—it's like uh, Joe Biden, who was suspected to be driving in a bulletproof limo. Right, yeah. Well, obviously, it was Secret fucking, Service all around yeah. him. Uh, presided, he presided over the parade in person, giving a subdued speech, saying the defense of Russia was a sacred thing. As expected, Putin associated Russians' invasion of Ukraine with the sacrifices of World War II, justifying the Russian military fiasco as proactive resistance to aggression and a forced, timely, and soul-correct decision. Unlike previous public appearances regarding Ukraine, Putin tamped down his traditionally belligerent public persona. I haven't seen him really belligerent. I've never seen him belligerent. He's usually pretty like calm, just like, yeah, yeah we're going to fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... There's Nazis over there. Yeah, let's he, do he's it. He's not an excitable guy. No, he's not. He, he's just like he's not like uh, let's get worked up and yeah. And he's just like yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, he's not like you know that, that senator Howard Dean. Yeah. And then we're gonna take Kiev. And yeah. then we're gonna go dumb it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he says rather than growl threats and dabble in strange conspiracy theories. And we talk about rewriting history yes. here. Yes. Yes. Uh, Putin's victory day speech was relatively restrained. Containing no indication of a wider war. Maybe because he has no intentions of a wider war. Yeah. Did you ever stop and think, maybe the guy has no intentions of expanding this at all? And you have all these like, well, he's going to expand. He's going to roll across Europe. And he's just waiting for the moment and this and that. And it didn't happen here. Oh, shit. It didn't happen. It's going to happen here. It didn't. Right. Ha Did you ever stop and think, maybe he has no intention of expanding? Yeah. Especially since he said over and over, I have no intentions of expanding right, yeah. this war. Yeah. Uh, this is pudding, putting, not Putin. <laughs> Spell check, Forbes. Putin did not declare victory, nor did he declare war on Ukraine or NATO. He did not order a general mobilization. Putin's message was simple, acknowledging losses and that special military operation is ongoing. The war continues, though the attempt attenuated Victory Day parade suggests that with resources low, the wheels may be coming off the Russian military, a long-cherished pillar of the state. Um, it goes on to say, the Moscow flyover, had it occurred, would have been an embarrassment. It is no secret Russia's air force is crumbling under the weight of sustained combat operations. Russia's helicopter fleet is taking a steady beating. I mean, they had 70 of them specified for right. this. It's not like they were planning to fly the entire fucking Air Force right. over, and you could be like, oh, maybe that right. maybe the 70 was their entire fucking Air right. Force, yeah. and then we could be like, oh, that's not that much at all. Um, it says, Moscow, uh, Russia helicopter fleet is taking a steady beating, and given battlefield attrition, Moscow parade planners expected to use no more than 15 helicopters, a humiliating reduction from big contingent of 23 just a year ago. That's not that big. <laughs> That's not that big. A humiliating of a reduction. Last year, they had 23, and this year, they only had 15. Their, their military's crumbling. <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that last year, they weren't in a war, right. and this year, some yeah. of those helicopters happened so, to be I was in say, war. So 15 for the parade, and then the other, what, eight were going to be Blowing at up war. Kiev. <laughs> <laughs> the story is no better for Russia's fixed-wing aircraft. 
Sokoy Sue, <laughs> 30 flankers, and Sue, 34 fullback fighter bombers. They must ha- get these from Asia. Yeah. Facing heavy losses and high demand were not going to be represented in the Red Square Parade either. Instead, Moscow Parade was set to celebrate Russia's creaky fleet of McCoy and MiG-29 fighter jets. After showing four MiG-29s in previous victory parades, Russia was set to use 16, sending the older fighters out to conduct a Z-pattern flyby. Who cares? Who fucking cares? It's a parade. Yeah. And they're in war. Who cares? (laughs) Outside the Z-formation flight, the show's central and most provocative attraction was originally to be filled by the illusion... IL-80, or the the big doomsday plane that I talked about, uh, that ensures Russian leaders remain in contact with their nuclear arsenal during the war. But with only three... So maybe they do have nuclear bombs on them, because it says the leaders stay with the arsenal. That's interesting to me, that they would put the president on the nuclear plane. Because what if the plane gets shot down? (laughs) Because that'd be the first plane I'd shoot down. No doubt. It's the biggest one. You can't miss it. It says, but with only three copies still flying, the 35-year-old derivation of the IL-86 passenger aircraft had little backup in the event the designated parade aircraft broke down. I think they're really... Yeah, they're really trying to make it seem like... the. I mean, it's like a patched-together military. Uh, let's see. Russian pilots, blah, 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 blah. Fuel may have been a problem as well. <laughs> I mean, I, ta- I I mentioned the post-speculation here. Yeah. Because there's the pre-speculation on how um, he's going to use this for Russian aggression. He's going to yeah. use this to announce war. And then this post-speculation is like, you know, it might have been the fact that they're, they have fuel <laughs> shortages. Or maybe it's the fact that they don't have enough helicopters yeah, right. and they would have looked bad. Or maybe it was the fact that there's only three of those planes and yeah. they wouldn't have a backup, right. say, one broke down. Right, yeah. Moscow security. It says... Putin is certainly aware the military victory parades are dangerous places for unstable and contested regime. It's basically calling him a fucking loser. Yeah. And it, I'm not going to keep reading. You you get the gist of this on, on the kind of uh, the feel they're yeah. given in this article. It's funny to me because when he was planning this full-blown military, and not even full-blown, but just as they say, it was kind of a lackluster, like, crickety um the Z was like right. all retired planes. But when they were planning it, they are like, oh, this is just a show of force. This right, is just right. uh, yeah. him being all like puffing yeah. up and trying to intimidate so his rivals. He probably rivals. read that and he's like, yeah, maybe planes are a little much. Maybe I'll hold back. And then yeah. they're like, he doesn't even have planes. What a fucking loser. <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah, it, it's funny to me because like when he wants a military, when he said they think he's doing a military parade, it's like, oh, what a... What an asshole, and he's yeah. he's just he's so just a big bully. pompous bully. And then yeah. when he's like, I'm not going to do this. Oh, what a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, and look at Britain. They had a military parade. Yeah, right. Look at France. France they, even had one. <laughs> and we know all know about France. <laughs> yeah, we right. know how, how powerful, quote-unquote, <laughs> France is. It's just stupid. The yeah. media is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Because, on, like, when it goes one way, it's like, oh, fuck that. When it goes the other way, it's like, oh, fuck that. Yeah. It's just, I, yeah. like, I, wh- what could the guy possibly do? Yeah. Well, like, but, he could cancel the parade and be like, you know, now's not the time for right, a, a yeah. military, because that would be kind of intimidating and right. instigative yeah, and stuff. And right. they'd be like, oh, he's just 
I yeah. mean, this just he makes him like have he, a parade. He doesn't even have a military to parade. Yeah. That just shows how much of a loser he is. It's yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like junior high school. It is, yeah. But you know, it's the same things they were doing with Trump. You know, and I mean, exactly. I mean, they're was. basically one and the same, don't you know? Right. I yeah, mean, they're well, like buddies they're like, and hand you know, in hand. Brothers from another mother. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's like the whole loser talk. And if you look at, if you just like Google search results of like his speech too, like you'll find things like straight up calling him like a, a, his loser speech or hmm. his, his speech was passionate but empty and, and things like that, um, and I, I, I don't even have really know how to explain if, what's going on in the I media right now. I mean, if you're right Putin now. and you read that, I mean, what would your first reaction be? I'd be like, "Fuck you! I'm going to give another speech <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. <I> <laughs> exactly. I'm going to give a better speech, <laughs> and we're going to do that fucking Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get the Z now, but sir, you said I don't fucking care. Yeah. Get the Z. I'm going to and use the new planes, <laughs> Putin." Uh, victory day speech. I want to see just the headlines of, of these because it was freaking fascinating at like six o'clock tonight. Uh, go the fuck away. I got pop-ups. Oh, what the hell? Pop-ups in 2022. In victory day speech, Putin told Russia what he wanted them to hear. Um, <laughs> uh, here, let's go to news because I think that's where the best ones were. What we learned from his speech. Putin says... Fighting for the motherland in Ukraine. Putin says Russia is fighting for the motherland in Ukraine. Uh, Putin's Victory Day speech gives no clue on <laughs> Ukraine escalation. So, <laughs> no news is news. Right. Like, you, you know how they used to say no news is good news? Yeah. Well, now just no news is news. It's yeah. like, he is just being, like, shady as fuck. <laughs> He's not giving us any inclination of what's actually going to yeah. happen in the speech. And Putin's in back there. He's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where this goes. I'm not going to say anything. And he's like, oh, they're like, oh, he's just being like shady and stuff. Putin's victory day speech was passionate but empty. Putin sounded like a loser in his victory day speech. That's <laughs> that from the from Daily Beast. Nice. <laughs> Loser. How uh, immature does that sound? Yeah. Putin. Can you imagine <laughs> putting that as a headline on a major... I mean, yeah. yeah, it's the Daily Beast, but still a major news source. Right, yeah. Putin sounded like a loser in the Victory <laughs> Day speech. Um, Let's see. There's There there are some good ones. I, I got to keep going. Putin's Victory Day speech was far from triumphant. On a victory day without victories, Putin's speech keeps the world guessing. Again, he hadn't, didn't say... Like, they wanted him. They wanted so bad for yeah. him to announce that he was pushing forward, yeah. and he didn't. And they're just like, oh, they're just keeping us he's guessing. He's a loser. Yes, he's such a loser. Putin makes claims about NATO in victory day speech. Putin's victory day speech lacks surprise or victory. <laughs> Putin has put himself at the center of Victory Day, but he has little to celebrate. <laughs> uh, that's great. Putin may show... No, that's that's old news. Justifications, no declarations in Putin's Victory Day speech. But the best one was the loser one to yeah, me. I so I, but I, I mentioned that um, the media is focusing on two things today. It's... Putin's failures yeah. and his lie, obviously, because he's Russian, that um, 
there's Nazis in Ukraine. Yeah. So I got Forbes here because the last one was Forbes talking about that that talked about him being a freaking loser with his like lackluster parade. Yeah. So okay, here, here's a couple. Um, in speech, Putin shows reluctance in demanding too much of Russians. A growing number of white nationalists identify with Vladimir Putin. Putin tells experts to work on trade payments with allies and unfriendly states. It's funny because they're like, he shows reluctance in yeah. asking. And basically what he said was, I know I'm asking a lot from you, yeah. but. Putin's victory day surprise is a lack of surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys built up to nothing. A big, it's yeah. a big fucking nothing burger. Everyone is all expected it is. Putin to make a major Ukraine announcement. He did not. Why? Again, where did that come from? Why did you expect that? Yeah. They were thinking, you know, we kind of, uh, through the media, pressured him into starting this war. So maybe through the media we can pressure him into expanding this war so we can get involved in this war. And then when it didn't happen, they're like, well, that guy's a fucking loser. (laughs) Putin laid flowers commemorating veterans in two Ukrainian cities as forces bombed them. Putin laid him in Ukrainian cities? Yes. Putin sparks more health speculation by covering legs with blanket at parade. Oh Maybe he was cold. <laughs> Did you just think he was it fucking cold? It was fucking cold? Russia. <laughs> it's always cold in Russia. Yeah. So let's let's get into the Nazi side of this, the, the Russian lie of the Nazis, because we're, we're going to run out of time. Yes. Um, this is also from Forbes, which is the same people that said Russia was a loser for not having a show of force. When, if he had a show of force, he was an asshole. But since he didn't have a show of force, he was a loser. They also came out, Forbes also came out and says, Putin compares invasion of Ukraine with fight against Nazi Germany and Victory Day speech. Yeah. And again, I'm not on Putin's side in this. No. But but from our own research, we know that there are Nazis on the ground in Ukraine. (laughs) Facts. Yes. Absolute facts. But that's Russian propaganda, obviously. Of course. It says, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin in his Victory Day speech on Monday attempted to draw parallels between Russia's ongoing invasion of Ukraine and the Soviet Union's fight against Nazi Germany, but did not make any declarations of victory or announcements about mass mobilization for the war, contrary to some Western predictions. (laughs) Man, these guys should not vote on horse races. (laughs) Did you hear about <laughs> Did you hear about the horse race, the Kentucky Derby? Uh, uh, the no. guy, the the horse, the guy, the horse. He had like eighty to one odds of losing or something, mm-hmm. and it ended up winning. It's like, oh, man, damn. I could have been fucking rich. I could have been fucking rich. What's that? What was that movie where it was like Chauncey's birthday, and so it was like a kids' cartoon, and it was like the retard horse. <laughs> and like. Was it Dumbo, maybe? No. <laughs> I don't remember. It was like a stupid horse, and they're like, it's his birthday. and No, it's uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, Charlie? Uh, yeah, well, where the girl talks to all the animals. Yeah, right, right, right. And they, they want to get rich off her at the racetracks. And oh, okay. She talks to the horse, and like, well, it's Chauncey's birthday. Oh, so, oh yeah, okay, yes. Oh, so, my gosh. And so she I can't tells him, you remember yeah, that. well, I just watched it oh, not yeah, that long right. ago. Yeah. Because my dog died named Charlie, Charlie who's yes. named after that dog. So thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> um, I knew wait, that was Man, I wish I had a little girl that. Yeah, so that's what I picked. How did yeah. we get to <laughs> Kentucky Derby over this? <laughs> Betting on the freaking y- war, yes. that's how. Because of all these stupid predictions. Yeah. Oh, because what some Western media predicted that blah, 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 mobilization yeah. and victory announcements, but none of that happened. But 
he did compare it to Nazi Germany. Speaking at the annual event marking the Soviet Union's victory over Nazi Germany in the Second World War, Putin said soldiers in Ukraine are fighting the same thing their fathers and grandfathers did. And I thought that was interesting that he put it that way. And I'm not even going to get into this article because we know what he said. What do you think about—do you think that is a stretch on his part to say—yeah, I mean— there's Nazis literally everywhere. Right, There's right, Nazis right. here. There's yeah. Nazis in every European there country. Is, yes. Do you think it's a stretch? Like, what is your opinion now, looking on it, that he says he's fighting the Nazis in Ukraine? Do you think that's just his justification of yeah, it? Right. I, mean, I, I think it's over-dramatization. I, yeah, I, I think it's easy to say on anything. I mean, you see it here in this country. Hey, we're fight we're here to fight Nazis. Right. I mean we gotta take out the Nazis in the Republican Party. Yeah. We gotta take out the Nazis here. It's easy to throw that around. Yes, I do yeah. for a fact think there are Nazis yeah. legitimately in the Ukrainian army. More Nazis in the United States than there are in Ukraine. Probably. I don't know. But I do think that this is a cop out answer for it him is. to get into there. Yeah. To to get the pizza the pizza, the people, <laughs> maybe the pizza, maybe the pizza, the people like kind of yeah. riled up towards it and be like, hey, uh, look at all the Nazis. And I do think right. there are probably Nazis that hate Russians over there yeah. because the Nazi. But I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, all Putin needs is one. Mm-hmm. Right. To sh- say, see, I told you there were Nazis there. And we saw we saw video clips of them interviewing Nazis. Yeah, And we know that there is a Nazi faction that is like a military faction that is yeah. has kind of disseminated themselves into the Ukrainian army. Yeah. But for him to say that he's fighting this war against and, and Zelensky Nazis, doesn't even deny it though. Yeah, he doesn't. Nobody denies yeah, it. Yeah. And I there's a fact check a fact check part of this. Mm-hmm. This is for the fact check this podcast, who's probably not listening anymore. He got bored with us, but that's all right. <laughs> so there's a fact check article that fact checked. All of Vladimir Putin's Victory Day speech. Okay. And this is from uh, DW.com. Um, but I want to specifically focus on their what they had to say about his claims of Nazism. Um, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Some of the things they fact-checked. Claimed in Kiev, they announced a possible acquisition of nuclear weapons. The NATO bloc has begun active military development of territories bordering us, which... Is probably true. I believe that, yes. We know. Wasn't it Poland that was holding up, we said was holding up signs like, we'll take your nukes here, mm-hmm. yep. which is pretty much pretty yeah. close to bordering and, Russia. And I think when we did our nuke episode, Poland does have nukes. Yes. DW's fact check ranked that as false. Really? Yes. I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to just read a couple of them. Claim Russia is carrying out preemptive military operations against Ukraine, according to Putin. Ukraine, he said, had openly prepared for a new punitive operation in Donbass and an invasion of Russia or Russian historical territories, including Crimea. NATO countries would have supplied Ukraine with state-of-the-art weapons, Putin added. Do you, do you know what DW Fact Check said about that? False. False. Really? I'm pretty sure that probably is true. Yeah. That Ukraine, if if Donbass or uh, Crimea decided, which Crimea is already part of Russia now, right? Yeah. Well, if Donbass decided, you know, we kind of want to break away too. We, yeah. We're more Russian than Ukraine. Um, 
I do think that Ukraine would have probably stepped in, just as the United States of Mexico is like, you know, Texas, or not Texas, New Mexico is a, r- quite a bit right. connected to us, so we want Mexico and California back. They're just going to, yeah, the, the U.S. would step in on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And do you think it's true that NATO countries would have supplied Ukraine with state-of-the-art weapons? I think they're doing it now. They are fucking doing <laughs> it now. They are absolutely 100% doing it now. Yes. But DW says, false. Um, fact check. Renewed neo-Nazi accusations. Putin again made the accusation that neo-Nazis were steering Ukraine with whom a clash would be inevitable. See, that I don't necessarily think yeah, is true. Right. I don't know that they're steering Ukraine. No. I don't I, I don't know. I think maybe, just maybe, Zelensky is smart enough to distance himself from them enough right. yeah. to say, hey, I'm not one of them, but... Right. My enemy, your enemy, that whole stuff. Right, but, exactly. I mean, he could be, but he's a really good politician to mm-hmm. be able to distance himself where you're not going to find a connection with right. him specifically, except for maybe taking a picture with a guy with like right. a skull and crossbone necklace yeah. on and be like, oh, that's Nazi but, symbolism. But Zelensky's not going to disenfranchise him either because they're a valuable tool. Yeah, they're an asset to him. Fact check says false. Because, well, it says... Um, Later in the speech, he spoke of civilians in Donbass who died as a result to reckless shelling and barbaric attacks by neo-Nazis. So fact checks of DW says that's false. It says equating Ukraine with neo-Nazis is a claim repeated again and again. So this is the one I wanted to focus on. Mm -hmm. By Putin, his government, as well as the Russian state media, which, however, is false. Even at the beginning of the war, Putin spooked. Putin spoke, holy shit, of the alleged need for the denazification of Ukraine, a term used to describe the victorious Allied powers' policies for Nazi Germany after World War II. But the, what is, stop fucking popping up. But the comparison between uh, Nazi Germany until 1945 and the democratically elected leaders of Ukraine. Democratically elected. I mean, maybe Zelensky was, but yeah. the the whole point part from 2014 to when Zelensky took office, not so democratically elected. No, no. Democratically Reta- emplaced. Yeah. <laughs> democratically replaced by us, yes, democratic. Because he promises to play nice with us, yes. so we let him be the leader. Exactly. Um, it says, uh, the comparison between Nazi Germany... And the democratically elected leaders of Ukraine and the pre- why is everything popping up? Holy shit! A totalitarian system does not exist in Ukraine, nor are there far right forces in power. In the last parliamentary elections of 2019, a united front of far right parties got just 2.15 percent of the vote. In an interview with DW, Ulrich Schmid, a professor of Russian culture and society at the Swiss University of Saint Gallen who researches nationalism in Eastern Europe, called Putin's narrative a perfidious insinuation. There are no neo-Nazis in Ukraine. Or, okay. There are neo-Nazis in Ukraine, he said, but in Russia itself, there are at least as many far-right groups as in Ukraine. So he's like, yeah, there's Nazis in Ukraine, but there's Nazis in Russia. There's Nazis in in France. There's Nazis in Great Britain. There's Nazis everywhere. Says, to be clear, I mean, we got to clear this up because we we can't get fact-checked. Right-wing nationalist groups participated in 2014 Euromaidan protests. 
and there were and still are radical nationalist members within the notorious Azov Battalion fighting Russian invaders in the east of the country. Now, six months ago, they were almost straight up denying that was even right. the case. So and now they're at least acknowledging that right. there's Nazis in the military. Yeah. But the bottom line is this. There is no dominant right-wing extremist power in Ukraine, and the neo-Nazi problem in Ukraine is no greater than the neo-Nazi problem in other European countries. Putin's reasoning, therefore, is incorrect. So, again... And I, and I would agree with that. Yeah, I do, too. And I think initially I was like, obviously there's Nazis there, and so when he's saying, I'm fighting neo-Nazism there, or I'm fighting um, the Nazification, we're yeah. just like, well, maybe he's got a point there. Right. Now... What about the fact that these Nazis hate Russians and there's primarily Russians in like Donbass and Crimea? Mm -hmm. Like, what's what's your thought of that? Then I, I would say that the, you know this would be a perfect time for them to clean house and blame it on the Russians. Obviously, right? <laughs> I mean, it was like that that village they said that got slaughtered. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the village was. Um, was it Bosch or something like that? I don't remember now. Anyways, we did a whole episode on yeah, it. Yeah, we did. I, don't I know. And but but I mean, would that not be the perfect time? Because I think that's what Russia was claiming was that civilians had the white flag on their on their shoulder yeah, arm yeah, or yeah. something like that. And so they so they wouldn't attack or uh, kill So the Russians wouldn't kill the people with the white flags because they weren't militant. They're not combatant. Non combatant, yeah. yeah. And then supposedly the Nazi faction or the the people that came in and took out the Russians saw the white flags as they were Russian supporting the Russians, right? Yeah, yeah. and so, and and took them out, and you know, and I don't know if that's true, but 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 I do think that um, again, all he needs is one or two cases to prove his point to his people, right? And I I do believe that from what I've read that he has riled up his base, mm -hmm. and that Russian Russia is mostly behind him supporting this action. That he is so? fighting. That he is fighting the UN. And, I'm sorry, not UN. NATO and Nazis. I mean, it's it's really hard to say what's going on. Yeah, it's really hard to make well, a there's clear. There's so much bullshit out well, there. Well, yeah, there's bullshit on both sides. Yeah. When you have like all this build up to, oh, Putin's obviously going to do this today. He's going to expand today, expansion, 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 victory, victory, and then it doesn't happen, and he's like, they're like, oh, he's just a loser, he's a fucking idiot, and uh, he doesn't even have a military. And right. it, yeah. But then on the other side, obviously, obviously Russia's going to, or Putin's going to tell the Russians what he wants them to hear, so they back the war. Just like, oh, absolutely. Just like the U.S. leaders tell us what we want to hear, so we back a war. Right. Just like the U.S. tells us, that Russia is going to nuke us if we don't right, um, right. go to war, just trying to push us in a yeah. war. I don't think there's a good guy on either side no, of this. I don't think so either. So when we come at this, like, um, all Western media is freaking lying about this. It's not us saying Putin's in the right on yeah. this. I mean, yeah. for fuck's sakes, Putin could be in the right, right on all of this. It's possible, but, but... We'll never know. He, he's no more wrong than... And then, Western media. We know it's just a power grab, is it all is. it is. And without sounding like a Russian sympathizer, I can kind of see his point of not wanting NATO to expand into oh, yeah. countries directly on its border. And that's what this is all about. It it's is. not about yes. the Nazis. Yeah. The Nazis are specifically to get his yeah. people 
on board with it. To say, because, I mean, we can say, hey, there's Nazis over there. And that's, I mean, yeah, people might have an emotional response. But imagine former Soviet Union people. 24 million. Hearing, there's Nazis over there. Yeah. Instantly, they're like, we got to go get those freaking Nazis out of there. We cannot have a repeat. Yeah, we can't. I mean, (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah, and I I read an interesting thing this week. They were talking about V-Day and and just like Cold War and stuff. And they talked about how after the 90s, right, Russia embraced the United States like, hey, we're going to build capitalism here and freedom. Mm -hmm. But then from the Russian history books... The United States invaded Yugoslavia. Okay. And when they invaded Yugoslavia and and created an uprising, and then uh, the the leader there, I think it was Mil- Mil- Milosevic. Mm. Um, Milosevic. Which taken out and hung. Slobodan Milosevic. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's that's the uh, that's um the Serbian guy or Bosnian guy. Oh, okay. That's... Yeah. No, this is a different guy. And yeah. so, but they took him out. But Russia then looked at the United States as as this like. Was infiltrator okay. like like they were they were like using this newfound peace at, between our countries to to invade and to take advantage of of this this moment right okay. and so since then that's how they viewed the United States as as an opportunist pushing NATO policies or actually using NATO as a tool to expand their power base. So they view us as that, or that is exactly what we that, are. Well. <laughs> That is a great question. <laughs> because because that's exactly what it seems like, doesn't it? America I I'd say all superpowers are uh all the mega countries like China, Russia at one point probably not so much now but at one point specifically and maybe they're trying maybe they are trying to get back to the glory days, but yeah. the EU is small enough each country is small enough that they have to band together to right. be the EU but it's all they're all opportunists Absolutely. that's all they yeah. are is yes. like i want to be the power i want my needs met or yeah. my my um like direction my agenda to be the the all encompassing one and yeah. if you don't meet our needs it's not even our needs it's our desires i guess it's our our direction of how we our world view then we go to war with you. If you right. can't like somehow reconcile with our worldview of our dominance, then then you're the freaking problem. And that right. that's been the whole problem between the United States and like Russia, China, and or like Eurasia, like the whole Eastern Europe to from Eastern Europe all the way to freaking the coast is they don't have the same worldview as us. So they're directly in competition right. with us because they're not going to align with us. So yeah. our goals aren't going, they're, they're not going to line up with our goals. So right. they're directly the enemy now. Right. And I had read an article a couple days ago leading up to all this about kind of the cold war and that how they just like the West just kind of wanted that whole span from like Russia all the way down to China to just kind of fall in line. And, mm. Those Asian countries have culture, like yeah. ancient culture. Yeah. They have their own egos, their own, they're set in their own ways yeah. far longer than we've been set in right. our ways that they're not going to fall. It's just kind of the battle of yeah. like the old guard versus the new guard of like the European, right. like the ancient Asian type 
through Russia. I don't even know what culture background Russia has, but <clears throat> yeah, it's more it's far further back than right. than we, we have here. And it's just like the new guard trying to overthrow the old guard for the last like century or whatever. Yeah. And they push back, and we didn't expect them to push back because we thought they were all just a bunch of, uh, I don't know, cavemen, basically. Right. Like, right. Y- you know, but... Yeah. We we found really hard that they, they don't like that so much. And that's just no. kind of how it's been this whole time. And yeah. so we... I, They make us look like the bad guy. We make them look the, like the bad guy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're all best friends. Maybe it's like the Clinton, like Hillary and Trump or whatever, or the Clintons and the Bushes. And really, they're we're friends, but we got to maintain that appearance. Biden calls Putin that. That was a hell of a speech, man. (laughs) (laughs) You made me look like an asshole. Yeah. And and Putin's like, you you called me a freaking genocidal maniac. (laughs) Who does that? Come on, man. Pull your punches a little. (laughs) So do you want to hear what the White House had to say about Putin's V-Day speech? Absolutely. I mean, we only have a few more Jen Psaki speeches yes, out there. Yes, we got to we got to so enjoy each of them. Take... I feel like we need to have like some kind of like nice like edit of her with Sarah McLaughlin like in the background yes, like like I a send-off. Remember you. Yes, we got to have a send-off of Jen Psaki when yes. she re- when she resigns. But here's Jen Psaki calling Putin's victory speech revisionist history. And that's always the go-to. It's like, oh, yeah. they're just rewriting history because we never oh, rewrite never, history. Never. But here's Jen Psaki and her goodness and wisdom. We saw President Putin do is, uh, is, is give a version of revisionist uh, history uh, that took the form of disinformation. I like how she had to read that. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody, her speechwriter wrote that down. She's like, we saw Putin tell you, what was the thing? He, oh, he did that uh, revisionist history. She's probably never used that phrase in her right. life. Yeah. And that she had we have seen too commonly. As- What's that? She had to use disinformation. Yeah. In her. Disinformation. The Russian playbook. Uh, now, what is All fortunate right. back is disinformation we uh, history uh, that took the form of disinformation that we have seen too commonly as the Russian playbook. Uh, now, what is fortunate is that what she didn't say, and I wish so badly that she would have, is as we know, Russians lie. Because that's right. basically what she yeah. said when she said, just right out of the Russian playbook. Right. Uh, we are all aware, uh, reporters around the world are aware, uh, Europeans are aware, Americans are aware of the disinformation factory that President Putin um, and the Kremlin seem to be. Um, but su- the suggestion that this war that was prompted by, uh, directed by President Putin, was prompted by Western aggression or Western plans is patently false and absurd. Um, and, and otherwise, I would say, um, you know, our view is that we should remember, and this is why I did this at the top, what this day is actually about, which is something that we have all celebrated, which is the defeat of Nazis uh, in after World War II, something that Russians have celebrated in the streets for many years. So that's, that's virtually that. Mm-hmm. What do you think of her speech there? Besides saying... In a lot of words, as we know, Russians lie. Yeah, right. Yeah. She took a, a very, very long way around that. Yeah. So, yes. You know, the Russian disinformation factory. Yes, that Putin likes to run. Yeah. Yes. And uh, what what did she say? Uh, revisionist history. Yes. And uh, I, I love when they use the phrase patently false. Yeah. Who right. patented it? <laughs> exactly. Because it can't be patently <laughs> false if nobody patented it. Agreed. 
I don't, I don't. I feel like we're making a, way too much out of nothing in all of this. Well, yeah. Because obviously Putin's going to say the same things he's been saying Absolutely. for 50 plus, or yeah. what is it, 74 days that I think they said this has been going yeah. on. 74 days he's he started this saying, hey, we're fighting the Nazis. So obviously in this he's saying to to keep his backing that he had going into this, we're doing this to fight the Nazis, and we're connecting it to World War II because this right. is VE Day, so right. he has to connect this yeah. to yeah, the well, Nazis. Zelensky did, too. In his speech, oh, yeah. he's like talking about how um, this is just uh, fighting the, the same old evils, basically. Yeah, Zelensky warns the evil has returned in Victory yeah. Day speech. He said um, he released a video Sunday in which he compared Russia's actions in Ukraine. This is according to Newsweek to those of Nazi Germany during World War II, declaring that evil was reborn. <laughs> In the video, he states that each year on Victory Day, we honor everyone who defended the planet from Nazism. In World War II, millions lost their lives, crippled destinies, tortured souls, and millions of reasons to say evil never again. He's a good actor. He really is. Decades after World War II, darkness has returned to Ukraine and became black and white again. Evil has returned in a different uniform under different slogans, but for the same purpose. What about the people in your uniforms with the same yeah, Nazi right. slogans yeah. that are out there? That you don't deny. Yeah. <laughs> that but are they're fighting the same. They're fighting the good fight, though. Right. So they're, those are yeah. the good Nazis. But <laughs> Russia, who fought the Nazis, are the bad Nazis, yeah. who fought uh, with Ukrainians because they yeah. were all the same people at the time. Right. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think of this whole going back and forth, it, it, yelling Nazis at each other? Yeah, like you said, it you know it's like a bad Facebook debate. Yeah, it's, it's just like, like a 2020 election all yeah, over yeah, again. Exactly, exactly. It's like, you know, who would have thought 80 years ago that here we would be, still talking about Nazis, still yelling Nazis yeah. at each other. Well, you're a freaking Nazi. <laughs> the people that celebrated VE Day back in 1945 are rolling in their grave today, being like, "I thought we took care of this shit." Yeah. I, like, we're celebrating the defeat of Nazis, and now our battle is over who is more of a Nazi than the other guy. Yeah. Because we're all, they're all Nazis. Yeah. You know what, what would be perfect? And this is how Putin needs to end it. They take over Kiev. He rides up there in an armored limousine. He walks up to a McDonald's, orders a cheeseburger, and is like, this is all I want. It gets in the car. The whole military rolls out. <laughs> and they're like, that's all you wanted? <laughs> and then media comes out and is like, what a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Well, McDonald's pulled out. We can't get him in Russia anymore. We had to come to Ukraine. <laughs> it's just a big military convoy just for Putin to get a double cheeseburger yes. <laughs> at McDonald's. All I wanted was my Big Mac. <laughs> Putin so, goes to White Castle. <laughs> So we got the whole speech. We got the backlash from the speech because there wasn't enough there. Like like a lot of the headlines say, he did a lot of saying nothing at the speech. And so they had to come up with things to have backlash over. And the only thing they could come up with was this comparison to Nazis or this, well, yeah, him calling Ukrainians Nazis yeah. and in response, they call him, no, you're the Nazi. Yeah. No, you're the Nazi. And that's all this has turned into this whole time. Yeah. And it's just a big shit-slinging contest. And they talk about how Russia loves symbolism. And I, I kind of got into this in uh, 
right before the half, I said, um, I, I kind of want to see what the Western symbolism is of here. Because oh, yeah. they seem to be almost painting him, because you had mentioned how they're painting him as this madman at the right. end of his term or whatever, and kicking going to be drug out kicking and screaming. How they, how they portrayed Trump when he was leaving office. Right, like, right, yeah. Basically as Hitler yeah. about to commit suicide. That's yeah. how they're portraying him. And I, I feel like there's some symbolism that they're trying to portray here per- pertaining to World War II. Because the same day, like, like they say Putin loves his symbolism, the same day, today, May 9th, 2022, 77 years after the signing of whatever, on VE Day, Biden signs a bill that's reviving a Lend-Lease program, a World War II-era Lend-Lease program to deliver weapons to Ukraine. Yeah. So they talk about Putin liking his symbolism and how he's doing all this stuff on this day. Do you think it was coincidence that Biden's like, you know, this, this bill here, it just happens to cross my desk on May 9th. Right, yeah. Right. To give weapons, yeah. Basically, give a blank check of weapons to Ukraine. To I'm going to sign this today. Yeah, on VE Day. On VE Day. On Russia's VE Day. Not even Europe's yeah. VE Day. Not even Britain's VE Day. But specifically on Russia's VE Day. This is from Axios. It says. Uh, President Biden Monday signed a bill reviving the World War II Lend-Lease Program for Ukraine, allowing the U.S. to supply weapons to the country more quickly. The signing of the bill falls on Russia's Victory Day, coincidentally, right? Uh, An annual commemoration of the Soviet Union's defeat of the Nazis in World War II. That's so funny that they... Because of this whole buildup to his military show of force, that yeah. they call it the Soviet Union's defeat of the Nazis in World War II. World yeah. War II. Right, yeah. They don't talk, like none of these sources today talk about how everybody else is celebrating. Right, yeah. Putin attempted to justify Russian's invasion, blah, 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 in his speech. Um, the bill, which passed the Senate unanimously, and the House, by a vote of 417 to 10, allows the Biden administration to loan weapons to Ukraine more quickly by reducing bureaucratic hurdles. So basically, it sounds to me like it gives Ukraine a blank check. Right. And we don't have to go to Congress to approve yeah. these weapons leasing, quote-unquote. Right. Right. We're, not, we're not giving them. We're mm. not selling them weapons. We're, we're lending these. them and yeah. leasing them. Because it's a lend-lease program. Absolutely. And it just happens to be a revision of Roosevelt's Lend-Lease program in World War II that I've seen articles that say that Lend-Lease deal that he signed specifically attributed to the quick ending of the Mm. war in Germany. So he happens to sign it on VE Day, which represents the end of the Nazis in Germany, and it happens to be the bill that specifically, like, people say, ended the war in Germany or in Europe as yeah. quickly as it did because we allowed the U.S. to supply weapons as quickly yeah, as we did. Yeah, that is interesting. So symbolism, maybe? I, could, or do you think so. it's a coincidence that it just happens to no. cross? Well, this just happens to cross my desk on uh, May 9th. Uh, yeah. did, because, did you know today's VE Day in Russia? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, what a coincidence. No, because if by... Act of God, and it won't happen. But if it happened, and Ukraine somehow beats back Russia, right? Russia withdraws. Zelensky will give a big speech about thank you so much for the United States for their timing, and then they'll compare Biden to Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because he signed this bill, right. and obviously the weapons are what right helped. And turn then the tide. 
<laughs> well, then, and Joe Biden dies six days before the end. <laughs> right, right. And Kamala Harris is brought in as the oh, next Truman. Stop it! <laughs> Gosh, why? why on her birthday? Just, why do you got to say that that part? <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> what about this symbolism? What about the symbolism of him being a madman? Do you think they're trying to symbolize the end of? the Russian or the the European front here, like the end like Putin's demise, like they called right. him a loser and his speech like they talked about how he's gonna like they built up to it. Yeah. I almost wonder a part of me wonders if they intentionally built up to it with zero information, with zero like um resource from the like coming out of the country. Mm-hmm. So that when he did it, they could be like, "Oh, dude, well, look at this fucking loser! He's on at the end of his ropes. He right. he's lost the war. He has no victories to tout over this." Even right. though, I mean, we 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 thought that maybe, and that he would announce all these victories, and when he did it, he just looks like a loser. Right. So then they can turn around and basically show this guy's all but lost this war. Right. And symbolically, what happened after VE Day? Was we shifted all our focus where? To the Asian front. Right. Well, Newsweek just came out today and said, in an op-ed, an op-ed came out in Newsweek and said, China is now preparing to invade Taiwan. Oh, beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Symbolism. Wow, you can't write this shit. Symbolism. <laughs> VE Day happens. Not only are they the Nazi comparisons, they're comparing Putin to... Hitler's last days, he's losing his freaking mind. Like, even some of his closest uh, oligarchs or whatever is like, dude, that guy's nuts. We don't want to cross him. Right. He's just freaking nuts. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he pushed the nuclear button, but he's lost his freaking mind. Basically, where Hitler was right. in the end stages. Biden comes out and signs this symbolic World War II uh, Lend-Lease program, and then all in the same day, China is now preparing to invade Taiwan. And again, this is just an op-ed. Do you want to know what this op-ed on Newsweek was based on? China came out about a week ago and was running this course like, what do we do if the U.S. does impose these strong sanctions on us? What are we going to do? Like, they're just kind of role-playing, mind games and stuff. And one of their things was, well, what if they impose... Um, restrictions because we invade Taiwan. And that was just like the suggestion yeah. of it. So now this op-ed comes out and they're like, whoa, 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 China's planning to invade Taiwan. And now it seems like the narrative may it, shift. It may shift towards the Asian front, just like after VE Day happened, it shifted towards the Asian front. And yeah. that is symbolism at his its finest. Yeah. Its absolutely. finest hour. It's just like the masterpiece. I mean, it's it's total shit yeah. i mean it's like an right a uh, cartoon like a character that's right that, it, it's like <laughs> it's like it's like a kindergartner drew a picture and it's like look at my masterpiece and everyone's it, like oh my god it's gosh, like the beautiful. sequel series for star wars <laughs> it's the same fucking story <laughs> yes it's like what if we wrote this great script yeah and, and about and, a battle in europe <laughs> and it was against the Nazis. And then there was a madman responsible. And then we defeated that madman. And then we shifted focus to the Asian front, to the madman in Asia. And it's just like, I feel like I've seen this one before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they talk about how Putin is keen on his symbolism. Uh, that's at least symbolism. That's just not... Yeah. 
like a rewriting of history uh, over again. I don't know. Do you think yeah. do, do you think China's set to invade Taiwan? Do you think they even have the gall to go that direction uh, right now? Not right now. No, they probably were and then Putin fucked it up and then they're like, "Shit, now we got to wait a year." <laughs> they're going to see it coming and then when this op-ed comes out, they're like, "These guys <laughs> <laughs> It's not even know. worth it now. <laughs> yeah. We don't even want. There's no time. surprise just, here. Just take Taiwan. We don't even want it now. Yeah, exactly. No, I, no, I, I don't think they will. What's your your overall opinion of this whole VE Day thing? Do you, it's. Do you think that? Do you think they're trying to build up and push Putin to something, or do you think, like I said, maybe they're trying to build up so they could show, like, the inevitable failure of him? That yeah. That, because there, if you just kept it level here, like not a whole lot's happening, not a whole lot's happening. Then Putin says, "Not a whole lot's happening." We're like, "Yeah, we know, not a whole lot's right. happening." Yeah. But if you like really may build up this climax, and you're just like, "Oh, this is gonna happen. He's gonna he's gonna declare war. He's gonna declare victory. He's gonna expansion and all this stuff." Yeah. And then when it doesn't happen, you could be like, "Oh, look at that but, fucking loser." But, I mean, what what would people have been saying if Putin did get up on the podium and all Hitler like was like, "And we took these guys and we wiped out these guys and we beat these guys. And now we own this." I mean, right? Then he would look exactly like they want it. And yeah. because he didn't look exactly like they wanted, they got to be like, well, this guy sucks. Well, I think the buildup made it so they could capitalize either direction on it. Yeah. It's like the build, like, like I said about the military parade. If he does, he looks like an asshole. Right. But if for some reason he doesn't, then we can call him a loser. So let's just right. tell everybody this is what he's doing yeah. so we can say he's going to make himself out Absolutely. to be this big asshole. It's capitalizing on either side of the narrative. Because if you're just like, yeah, he's just a loser, and this parade's going to suck, yeah. and the parade inevitably sucks, and then there's no news story there. Right. It's so, all about getting the good news story. So when's VJ Day? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Look that up. When is, when is VJ Day? Because we'll have to have a VJ Day celebration next. Because something's going to happen on VJ Day. Like China's going to attack. Yeah. Taiwan on VJ Day, because you know, we all know how China likes its symbolism. We all know how um, they like to relish in the past. So, I don't know. Quickly, we're out of time. I'm working on it. Here we go, VJ Day. Uh, let's see here. It says August 15th to September 2nd. So somewhere in there, yeah. So that's even lo more loosely described than the yeah. E Day, which is the eighth through the ninth. <clears throat> so, well, actually, different countries in Europe celebrate different days depending on when they were liberated and yeah. stuff. So, J Japan's surrender was on the fifteenth of August. Okay, um, but because of the time zone difference, fourteenth of August uh, was announced in the United States, as well as to. Um, September second, when the surrender document was officially signed, so so similar, yeah, similar stuff, but that's all because um, somebody wanted to be the last signature right. on it. So yeah. I don't know. A as usual, we get we are out of time. I mean, this is one of those where we're just yeah. talking. But there's but you know, this is with all the conflict we've seen in our lives, and there's been a lot in the last twenty years. 
this has been the one we're older than 20 years just so you know he says in our lives and then in the last 20 yes, okay. years we're like we're much young. older you're, than you're that. not accounting for 26 years <laughs> yes. of your life no no i'm just talking about there's been a lot in the last 20 years yes okay <laughs> this has been probably the conflict with the most propaganda i've seen it's interesting it is because you grew up during the freaking cold war yeah like the, yeah the throngs and, of the yeah, cold with freaking war rocky beating down russians and mm-hmm. and rambo out there and and arnold schwarzenegger and and yeah i mean that was a lot of but this is we all grew up during 9 11 and the freaking iraq right. afghanistan war which was all bullshit propaganda too yeah but it's like they they um condensed propaganda like 20 years of propaganda into the last yeah. 74 days yeah. and just smushed it into our heads. And it, and obviously they have all this other propaganda to play on. Like, yeah. well, you know, the Nazis over there and obviously like Stalin, Joseph Stalin right. and Soviet yeah. Russia right. and World don't even World War two. And don't forget, uh, imperialism yeah. and this and that. Like they, they have all this stuff now yeah. to put, it's like if, like you talked about, like, the first three Star Wars movies that mm-hmm. got put in the first... It's like they took episode one through six and compressed all of yeah. those into one, like, 30-minute yeah. miniseries right. and called that, like, a sequel yeah. to Star right. Wars. Yeah, it's like... It's all like, the stories combined into wow, one. That, that Second World War was so great, right? Let's do it again. <laughs> let's let's tie some Vietnam in there, yeah. some war on terrorism in Absolutely. there, and... The fall of Berlin, and let, let's tie all of yeah, it in we, there. We can do one. all this in one. Yeah, we've we've learned <laughs> we've learned to be efficient with our property. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like no, this is more like Spider Man Three. There's too many villains. Yeah, there's too much <laughs> going on here. I can't. Yeah, yeah. My brain cannot comprehend. Shit up. Yes, <laughs> we are out of time for today. Um, this one is another one that has no conclusion because we're just talking about a day that we had no inclination of right. really we had no desire to even celebrate it until the media decided you know all them russians them right. dirty russians are going to build up to this and this is what this is going to be and then it didn't inevitably happen so yeah. they have to be like well the russians said this and even the fact checkers within hours came right. out and were like well they were wrong about this and yeah. that but and our fact check of the fact checkers is that they were wrong mostly. Yeah, so. most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So we're out of time. This has been fun. Um, yeah. V Day, go celebrate in style. Drink some Russian vodka or what? Do, what do Germans drink? Just ale. I mean, beer. Do, just beer. Yeah. yeah, they're big on beer. Yeah, do dark the, beer. Drink yeah. your dark beer. They dark beer or vodka or both or something yeah. i don't know nazis russians they're all the same anymore <laughs> apparently within a year we're going to think the nazis came from russia yeah, that's probably true yes that's where this is going yes but check us next may 8th or 9th because we're going to do ve day a bigger than this <laughs> ve day 2.0 and Woo! maybe by then russia will own the whole world yes <laughs> Who or knows? china or china who knows Maybe we'll celebrate VJ Day in August. Yes, this has been a gr- this has been a, just a fun one, just like <laughs> uh, uh, off the rails bullshit one. Yeah, while discussing propaganda, which is what we like. Make sure you check us out all over social media. Share the stuff around. Um, go back and check out some of our old episodes. Um, you can find us anywhere on social media at the handle at Break the Bell Pod. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I think we're we're still on TikTok. I don't do anything there. Oh. Uh, we got the weekend wrap up coming up this weekend, which is inevitably where 
we wrap up the week on the weekend. And that is live now. We stream that live. It's an undisclosed time. We usually yes. announce it maybe 10 minutes prior. Maybe we just pop into your feed and say, hey, we're here. Uh, listen to us because yeah. that's what we're doing. Otherwise, be back here next Monday night, same time, same channel, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for another fun-filled episode where we stretch your brain, which is w- what we like to do. We expose totally. things for what they are. Um, expose bullshit for bullshit because it needs exposed sometimes. It does. It really does. And there's not enough people out there who are willing to expose it and willing to put their reputation on the line like we do because we don't have we one. don't have a <laughs> reputation. We don't care. <laughs> so show up, invite your friends, invite your family. Um, we'll have a good time. Jump in the comments. The comment section is always open. So if you yes. have an opinion on any of this, or if you just want to call us dicks, um, we're down. Yeah, just just do it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, which is where I hang out a lot. Otherwise, we have the Facebook forum, Breaking the Bell Pod, which you can just have dialogue back and yeah. forth. And as long as you're not a total dick, we we accept you. Yes. So be back here next week, as always. Um, I guess I I have no other words for this. It's happy birthday again. Thank you. Thank you. My I, We celebrated my birthday a day late because I wanted to, because of my ego or yes, because of yes. the time change yes. or something. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't freaking know. We got to go. Right. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Peace. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.